right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. Episode 49 in the house. Surprise, mother... 49. Good picture number. You know what's crazy? When I was looking at the 49, I, I went through 23 athletes. Why five of them were Philadelphia Phillies? <laughs> I was just like, why is this such a Philadelphia Phillies number? Although one of the Phillies didn't wear 49 with the Phillies, if I'm not mistaken. But he was a 50. Yeah, we're 50. Yeah. Well, he's just going to be the basis of next episode, I think, maybe. Ooh, that's going to be the base? There's All a right. good 50 out there. Actually, a great 50 out there. There's, some, there's several great 50s, but I mean, hey, you know, we're, we're allowed a little bit of uh, collegiate bias, I think. A little wiggle room, as they might say. A little bit. I, I, I'll, I'll give you the one that uh, was my joke answer, but is mm-hmm. my actual 49. Uh, I, I thought about giving a shout out to Satchel Page's actual age, probably when he was a rookie. Um, so, but, but that's not my true 49. Would you like to take the lead first, sir? You know where I'm going, so. <laughs> so I'm going to cheat because I got to mention a guy who I didn't pick, but I wanted to pick um, because of the historical aspect of it all. And that is one Bobby Mitchell. So Bobby Mitchell, number 49, he is credited with being the first ever black star for the Washington football club. I'm not calling them the commanders yet. Um, Back before they were the Washington football club and people out there who don't know, Washington was the last NFL team to integrate. So the fact that they drafted this guy, he ended up being a star. He ended up being um, one of the best players that they ever had. Three-time first team, second-time all, uh, second-time all, three-time first team all pro, second-time, two-time second team all pro, four Pro Bowls, NFL leader in receptions, two-time receiving yards leader, touchdown leader. His number is retired with, with Washington name one of the 80 greatest players in that franchise, the Hall of Fame for the, the Commander's Ring of Fame, Cleveland Browns Ring of Honor, because he also played for them. And he also has the tied record for the longest receiving touchdown in NFL history at 99 yards. God was a beast back in the time where it was hard to even play, let alone be a beast. So I had to give him his credit. Um, and he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1983. So I had to give him his credit, but that's not who I'm picking. Come on, man. You know who we picking. Philadelphia's finest. Well, not really. He's not from Philadelphia, but we're going to pretend like he is because he's from the suburbs. Uh, I got to go with Jamie Moyer, man. Got to go with he Jamie Moyer. That, that that's what I was saying. That's 50, no? I know what you were saying. 100 knew what you were saying. But he also wore 49, and I got something else for 50, so I'm not giving him 50. Okay. Um, I, love, I love Jamie. Hall of Very Good in my book. 1985 class of, I think, from Joe's. St. Joe's, man. We out here. We rolling, you know, that's the magic. And the thing I love about Jamie Moyer, um, two things that I really love about Jamie Moyer more than most things. One, before Tom Brady did it, Jamie Moyer had Father Tom on the ropes. Jay- Jamie Moyer is playing one-on-one with Father Tom the same way Magic Johnson is playing one-on-one with HIV. Like, he might not beat it, but he put, he put it through a, through, a, through, a, through a circle for real quick. You know what I'm saying? I, see, I feel like Greg Maddox is more the, the Tom Brady. Like, I mean, I know he played forever, but it's not like he was MVP level. Or Cy Young. 
See, but that's why I think he did it better because he wasn't uh, he wasn't a force. He wasn't an athletic spectacle. He wasn't he, he wasn't. The dude. Well, I mean, that's going to be a theme among the but not the just teams. no, no, but not just lasted, but he was effective. So it was so like we look at Jamie Murray, you wouldn't be like, I want that guy. That's why I compare him to Tom Brady. Like where Greg him. Maddox was supposed to be that dude. Like he was supposed to be the one. I, I also think it's tough. It's tough for uh, Jamie Moore. Like the one record that you get after playing for 25 years is the most home runs allowed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not the only record. 2003 Roberto Clemente Award. 2003 Lou Gehrig Memorial Award. 2003 Hutch Award. 2004 Branch Ricky Arnold Award. You know what I think about these awards? I don't know what none of them mean, except for the Roberto Clemente one. <laughs> but, like, I'm giving him his awards. See, I got and a Clemente on there, too. He was so old <laughs> that by the time he retired, he faced 8.9% of all MLB batters is, ever in the history of the league. <laughs> I was going to bring that out to that 82 mile per hour fastball. We out here, Jimmy Moyer. I mean, that that's a great one. Um, You know, actually it's interesting. A lot of things you said, uh, you know, ring true for, for my guy as well. Um, Mine, uh, much like uh, your, your honorable mention played for a team that was last to integrate in sport, um, which I, I say, unfortunately, um, shout out to Pumpsy Green. Um, my guy also won a Roberto Clemente Award 2010. My guy is in an elite club of people that specialize in one pitch. <laughs> he also, you know, people forget this, could have been Shohei Otani before Shohei Otani because he was drafted as a, as a hitter, uh, as a first baseman, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he more importantly is a Red Sox Hall of Famer and finished his career as the franchise's all-time leader in starts, innings pitched, second appearances and strikeouts and third in wins. He's the only pitcher ever to make 200 starts and 150 relief appearances for the Red Sox. Mm. Uh, He is a Red Sox Hall of Famer. He is, I only had the privilege of meeting and working with him when I was working for the team, maybe once or twice, one of the nicer people that you'll ever meet, like everything you want, like a professional athlete to be just like a kind of normal down to earth dude. Like he everything is you want to make everything you want to make a wish to be. Yeah, sort of. Um, I also think it's incredibly impressive that as a knuckleballer, he struck out over 2000 people um, just cause like I've, Sometimes it moves, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I'm going with the great one-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, two-time Tim Wakefield. Soon to get his number retired, I'm sure, in the in the coming years uh, with the Red Sox as well. I, I propose if he gets his number retired, when and if he gets his number retired, they got to retire – who was his catcher that they had to keep bringing back? Dougie Mirabelli. Yes, they got to they got to retire. By the way, do you know the story about one of the great moments uh, in Red Sox history when Doug Mirabelli got traded for and rushed on a private jet the day of the game? I do, I do, I do know that. Story, and he yeah. literally like he got there so late because I think he, he had signed with, with the Padres. No, he had signed with the Padres. He put on his on the way from the airport. He yeah. got dressed. But he was there in such short time. Tim Wakefield had already thrown warm-up pitches before the game to a different catcher. 
and he wasn't there yet. Um, so yeah, Doug Mirabelli, that's a that's a good call. Um, he, I mean, he definitely has to catch the first pitch when he gets his jersey retired. If he don't throw a knuckle, oh, he has to. Because the thing yeah, is, that, that's like when no, they no. brought Nomar back to honor him, and like he had to throw it across his body. Exactly, like, but you because have to the do thing that. is. The thing is, even if he fucking dirts it or he puts it in the stands, that's the knuckle. Even yeah. when you could command it, it's like, oh, you know, you know. Happen. happens. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing is like, you know, Jason Veritek was an all star catcher. He couldn't catch a knuckleball. <laughs> like, they yeah, literally had to keep a guy on the roster for Tim Wakefield. Legitimately. He held and, a roster spot like LeBron is trying to do with Bronny. Yeah. I was gonna say he was the he was the dude. James, he, he was James Jones. He was James Jones. Do I think yes, he was James Jones. I really do think that when because dude, when they when they put him into like the, the, the Red Sox Hall of Fame, did they get like a placard? Yeah. I think if they don't, I think that on this placard, they should just put like in the right hand corner just a his picture number of Doug Mary Belly. Yeah, it's like Doug Mary Belly's number see. two. You see, gotta put that there. I want to see if I can find it. He has to be mentioned on there, right? I would hope so. Roger Clemens' name is on there, I know. I mean, goats. Go okay. talk. Uh, there's Theodore Williams, but that's... I wonder who that is. <laughs> A Mexican ball player, I think. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Um, okay. Tim Wakefield parlayed his signature pitch, the knuckleball, into a record... Why is it cutting to a video montage? Virginia uh, sign, blah, blah, blah. By the way, that went 14. I mean, I guess it was as a leader, went 14 and one in his first 15 decisions with Boston. I feel like that's an insane number for one, someone who wasn't a pitcher, and two, especially for someone that was like a knuckleballer, you don't go 14 and one. Like, you just simply don't. Like, so many things have to go your way on a pitcher with a more predictable pitch uh, artillery, I feel like. But I think at that time, too, that was still, that was still the era where he were dinging shit. And I felt like that's when we started seeing people not hit for average as much and start hitting for distance. So, like, if you got a pitch like that and you're trying to go yard with it, you're fucking up. So I could see it happening. Yeah. Especially playing, like, the Yankees and he shit. He also, like, well, I was going to say, the the, the, well, there's the Aaron Boone one, obviously, is the most memorable home run he ever gave up. Which also, right. I say that's a credit to Tim Wakefield because that was one of the most important things to ever happen to the benefit of the Red Sox franchise. And the dis uh, destruction of the Yankees' empire. Mm, destruction is kind of strong. They've won one World Series since, and now he's their manager, and he sucks at being mm-hmm. a baseball manager. But and he's only their argue. manager because he hit that home run. But you can also argue that winning one championship when most franchises have none, but being one of the eight, one, being matter. one of the eight, well, well, being one of the eight best teams consistently is not a destruction. It's just not. It, as it is when you're the Yankees. It's not as dominant. I won't say it's destruction. The Celtics have been bad objectively per their history mm-hmm. in the last 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. The Yankees, bad, the Yankees making one world series in the last 17, 18 years. But bad, bad, bad and contending are not the same. Like they're not, I know I, I agree. They're not a bad baseball team. They've been contending. Like, like Michael Jordan said, I don't compete against other people i compete against what i'm capable of nobody in baseball can say that no. <laughs> like baseball is just such a because you could be great look at Barry no Ross, but i'm saying like great it don't george matter. steinbrenner would have never let this happen 
I mean, that's the late great was, George Steinbrenner was, was known to don't have to be stated, man. We know that George Steinbrenner is top three owner in in American sports history in my personal book, except for how he handled um, Ken Griffey. I mean, we all get our which, which also, I mean, not not to go on a whole Yankees hate. Yeah, team. this is gonna be the end of the baseball talk because we get to other things. The baseball's yeah. not even playing right now, so like, no. what are we doing? But that that one line from uh, Junior about the Yankees, I will always love him for. Or he's like, if I have one, <laughs> when he's in his prime, he's like, if the only mm-hmm. contract offer I had was from the Yankees, I'd retire. I don't know. But anyway, Tim Wakefield, one of the greats, um, also did a lot for the community, like I said. Um, Well-known, uh, just per his Wikipedia page. Um, well-known throughout Major League Baseball as one of its most charitable players. He won the mm-hmm. Roberto Clemente Award in 2010. Um, he, you know, has been doing a golf tournament for like 20 years for that. He's been um, still, even though he, he's in uh, Florida primarily, like he's also super active still in the Boston community. Um, he's also done a lot of stuff with the media coverage and like been super involved in that, but you know, he, he's, uh, he's one of us. Um, he also got the win. I think it was game one of the Oh four world series, which shout out to him. Shout out to Mark Bellhorn as well for that game. Uh, I have a lot of great memories. Um, let's see here. Oh, this one's going to hurt you. Um, the 2003 ALCS, he started games one and four of the series against Mike Mussina and won both. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Was, I just saw that. What was the score? What was the scores though? Uh, he allowed four runs. Okay. I don't, let's, let's see. Let's see what Moose did. I'm sure Moose didn't do poorly. Let's be real. Yeah. Come on now, man. Uh, Moose gave, uh, I, I also want to be fair. Because I, I don't want to say what the final score was. I want to see what Moose gave up. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we know that we're a Moose pod. Um, okay, so Mike pitched three shutout innings. Pretty uh-huh. good. Um, and then he gave up a leadoff single to Manny Ramirez and a home run to David Ortiz. Um, Poppy. Oh, so here's an interesting one. He may have gotten fucked over like many people by Angel Hernandez. Just from reading oh, it, I'm oh, guessing Angel Hernandez got oh, Yo, we don't say that name. It's like Voldemort. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I don't, but I don't want to give him the respect that we were scared of his name. Um, so he... Okay, so he gave up four in game one. So You know, okay. m- maybe one of those is shaking. I don't know. Okay. Um. Game four, yeah. I mean, I mean, Moose is is nice. With it. it looks like he gave up two. I think probably. Mm, okay, uh, maybe not, maybe three. Not great. Wait, no, room two. Okay, never mind. He was not. Was the base in the seventh off a draw in Yeah. So Moose gave up three. I mean, he gave up five. Which okay. not great at all, but you know, one you know, but I, I will say, you know, even for for Moose's standards, losing game one in the Bronx, that's not great. No, no, um, yeah, but he, I mean, it's not like he, you know, like it wasn't like he was Garrett Cole 
in the wild card game this year mm-hmm. where it was like two innings in and it was like, well, this guy needs to be pulled. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave you like a good moose out of it. Yeah, it was yeah, just he, like Tim Wakefield didn't have like the bad things that can happen to a knuckleballer. Yeah, he 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 pitched well enough to win against most people most time, but he didn't pitch dominant enough to take it home, so he shouldn't have gotten the dog. By the way, I, I will say, like, just looking at the composite box score that this thing shows um, for the series, like, it's such a reminder of how good that two years of a rivalry was. Where, like, they played a seven-game series, and the Yankees won 30-29. to 29. Yeah. To me, the Yankee. To me, when the Yankees were size rivalry fell apart, was when MLB forced them to play like I think it was like double the game they used to play, and then it became like they play so much that it doesn't feel like no, it, it wasn't that. It was the Red Sox stopped being as competitive. I'm talking about my personal thing. Oh, okay, but they did, they never changed the amount of games they played. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. They changed. They changed the way that they play because they used to play them in in a in a elongated sense. But then they all got like bunched into these certain pockets where it was like oh, they're playing most of the oh, game. I, I hear you. So it didn't stretch the season the same way. Yeah, it just I felt you. like they were I, I think it meant too- like over a course of the season they were playing. No, 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 like, no. no. I, I mean, like they were playing too many games too often. It just felt like it was happening so much that it felt like it took away from the steam of it all. I, I hear you. Whereas I think didn't that, that didn't have that slow build of tension. Yeah. Because even when the Red Sox were bad, the games were rarely not competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, like, I think like there was Duke also Carolina. like as soon as 04 happened, also it was like a lot of the animosity on both sides kind of was like not cooled, but it was like, okay, we got to what we needed to. So like, like Fenway hasn't been the same since then. I can believe that. And the same way that like, once we could talk shit back to Yankees fans, some of their like condescension that played lost some of its luster. And you got to tip your hat, man. Like that's the thing too. Like I don't, I personally don't think, and I can't call myself a Yankee fan anymore, though I still, like, look and see what's going on with them. I'm, I'm firmly just a spectator. But I never thought Yankees fans were sore losers. Like, I always felt like Yankees fans had superiority complex. Don't get me wrong. But I never felt them. I feel like they they look at people like, if you won, you won. And it's like, all right, well, we – because but they might not give you the credit. They might say we sucked. But I never looked at it as it been like, ah, oh, nah, y'all shouldn't have won. I never really saw that in the Yankee crowd. And maybe because they won so much, they didn't never look at it that way. But I think when y'all won, some of the reasons why they stopped talking like that is because like, oh, y'all did it. All right, fuck it. Like, what can't yeah. say shit about it. Like, y'all did it. But yeah, no, I, I'll never forget. And we can talk because I know we had some other things that we wanted to bring up. But my favorite stats about, and I don't know them off the top of my head, but I can kind of give an idea. So in 2003 and 2004, at, at what I would argue, certainly for our lifetime, is the height of that rivalry without question. Okay. Yeah. So they played the maximum amount of times possible. Mm-hmm. So they played 19 times in the regular season both years and two seven-game series. Like literally the most amount of games you could possibly play a team in a year. So it might 50, be impossible. 52 total games. Mm-hmm. And I want to say the record was – 27 25 Yankees with a run differential across all 52 games of like four. So it's like yeah. you played the maximum amount of times and it was as close as it basically could have been. And that's why I think Red Sox Yankees to me was the greatest rivalry ever. And then very, very close was UNC Duke. But I think UNC Duke has far surpassed it when you look at how close everything's been. 
And not since they far. I mean, it's a best of like. Yeah, no, I mean, if the game. Yankees wanted to like keep up and win a couple, like we could still be mad at. I mean, you still got a long ways to go, but. Um, but I mean, I don't, at, I don't. I mean, they have one. Look like at Duke, twenty before JFK got shot. Cool. If you still got a long way to go, if you uh, look at Duke UNC before the last game over the last hundred meetings, it was fifty to fifty. Yeah, and that's the score true. differential was like eight like two. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean I went as good as they come to. Yeah, that's like insane. But what did what was the thing that I wanted to bring up before we started? Um, tax cuts, I think, was one. Tax cuts? Uh, just that nothing ever is for the benefit of single people. Was that one of them? Or sports movies? Yes. So social constructs are not set up to benefit single people. I firmly believe that. Like when you look around, it could be tax cuts. It could be perceptions. There's no greeting cards for single people. Like motherfucker, it's always about like you right, got it. What's what's single people's day? Let's celebrate this. It might be a single people day, but nobody cares about it. It's kind of like white male day. Oh, like nobody cares oh, about that. Of course it is. Singles awareness day was uh, Tuesday, February fifteenth. It's the day. Oh, after the day after Valentine. <laughs> See how they do us. Oh no, National Single People Day is also apparently November eleventh. So it's also already fucked out because of veterans day oh so we get so we get two days on days where no one cares yeah okay oh speaking of holidays i wanted to bring this up happy happy tuesday you know happy tuesday that's clever that's that's clever clever and and it's not only a palindrome but it's also the other thing where if you read it upside down it reads the same way today i mean this is the this is literally one of the few times in our lifetimes that we can say something like this. Yeah. And so while it's, it's super corny, it's pretty cool. And no, it's dope. It's dope. What's to come once a year? No. What do you mean, no? Because. Because three, three, three is. 22 or 23. You talk about, about all this. This goes all the way across. Yeah. I mean, once a decade. No. When? What do you mean no? How would it come once a decade? Once a decade. Oh, three, three, thirty-three. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess that's that's fair. So eleven years. Yeah. Every eleven years. So it's like a comet. <laughs> yeah, but also this one's especially cool because it's a two and it falls on Tuesday. So we're not going to get that. Nobody's there's no Thursday. Actually, there's Thursday. That's not that far off. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever really loved Tuesdays. You're not wrong. Tuesdays I mean, are like the, the fact that we record on Tuesdays. So that, that's goddamn right. Tuesdays are like the day people like like oh it's Tuesday because they hate Monday so much. That's not really liking Tuesday. There's also never anything important really on Tuesdays except for like I guess election day or like NHL. But maybe that's just because they know that there's gonna be no competition. I really firmly believe that's why they do. I feel like debates are on like Tuesdays. Yeah, like everything political is on Tuesdays, voting days on Tuesday, because like, oh, no, no one's going to be busy that day. But that's what's weird too, because you would think that they want to do it on a day where people are busy so people don't vote. Is that conspiracy theory? Uh, I'd, I'd say there's some, some merit to it. All right, so back again. Nobody gives a fuck about single people. Nothing is standing our way. No tax breaks, no gift cards, not gift cards, no, no greeting cards. Um, there isn't like, there's no, there's never a special at a restaurant for single people. Like it's like, it's just straight up like, yo, good luck with that. What, what restaurant would have that? Denny's. Denny's. <laughs> I think that makes it worse. Denny's would honor veterans and single people. 
just a bunch of oh well actually I get why it's single people's day now. So that's one 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 one. Yeah. That just hit me. Yeah, it's nonsense. You see what they're doing? Yeah, they, they, they playing with our livelihood, man. So now yeah, I mean they're really just making fun of us on all accounts. Dude, it's, it's on the day that What's... has the most ones and the day after Valentine's Day. So here's a question. What's the best part about being lonely? Go, you start. I do whatever the fuck I want. Um <laughs> that's one. I got one. Oh, I got one. I got one. Oh, I got no, one. Actually, I, I got a good one. So all right, go ahead, go ahead. So, so as you know, I had some friends come up and visit Saturday of this past weekend. Yeah. Because I'm a, a nice host, I put out like a nice air mattress and stuff. And did they drive up or they flew up? Yeah, they, they, drove, they up, drove up. Um, and they headed out Sunday morning, which is like mm-hmm. they're crazy. Like, I don't know why you didn't just like want to like at least spend a couple hours Sunday. But mm-hmm. so they left at like 8 a.m. Sunday morning. Okay. The best part about being by yourself sometimes is they were like, Oh, do you want me to deflate this? And I was like, Nope. And I proceeded to lay on said air mattress in my living room and basically not move for 12 hours. And I didn't have to worry about any of the repercussions of doing so. Minus the 12 hours. Whenever I inflate my air mattress for like my niece, my nephew, somebody who's visiting, I always leave it. Dude, I leave it inflated for at least three days. Like at least three days. Like that shit is heaven. It's still out there. (laughs) Oh, dude. It's heaven. It's been about three days. It's heaven when you're in your living room. You forget how comfortable a good air mattress is. And then you could just sit there. You can play video games. You can watch Mm -hmm. TV. You can drink a little bit. I I moved the pillows from my actual bed out there. Dude, my pillows are usually there because I don't have a lot of pillows. I give my pillows to whoever's sleeping over. And like, because couches hurt my neck. Like I can't lay on a couch comfortably. It's going to hurt. Your, your couch also isn't good for laying. You're not wrong, but I'm also like a weirdly like I'm not tall at all, but I'm really like linky. So it was just like yeah. one of those things where like my neck is at a part where it's probably where your shoulder should be. Like I don't know. So like, but the bed, dude. At least three days that thing stays inflated. At least. Yeah. No. I, 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 that was a good one. But that's we'll, a great. We'll, one. We'll, that's yours? no. That's not good. That's a great one. I got one. Perks of being single, aka lonely. You don't ever have to text with somebody all day, see them when you get home, and they ask you how your day was. Mm. Motherfucker, we've been talking all day. You yeah. know how my day was. What more do you want see, me to say? I feel like those go hand in hand. Like, not having to ever check in with people is, like, just being able to, like, separate from the world is way easier. See, I think that's the third point, though, because checking in is different. Like, if you haven't talked to me, checking in is when you haven't talked to somebody or you're going somewhere and they just want to make sure you made it safe. If you if we talked all day and you know I'm coming home to you and you want to talk about what I did today, like you should come and be like, that was crazy that you said this. Dude, I'm 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 way worse than you. I'm like, that was crazy. What when you stop talking to me so I can get 10 minutes of myself now that I'm home? Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's weird. It is so weird. Like, that's definitely one of my it's a weird pet peeve, I know. I probably got to grow out of it or not. I'm planning on dying alone anyway. So like, but that's one of the, that, that like, that annoys me to the nth degree where it's just like, why are we talking about my day? You know, my day, you see my so day. It's, it's, it's like the force stuff, right? Is, is what you say is like, why are no, we, it's why not, are we, I don't, but it's just the, like, the set, dude, the sad part is I don't think it's forced. I think they really be looking at me like, so how was your day? Like as if we haven't, cause think about they this were talking to a different person. Dude, yes, this is back when I had social media too. So we'll be texting, Instagramming, all like it's, yeah. it's not even like, <laughs> like, yeah, what do we, 
what do you because i would rather for i come in and you be like what do you want to do tonight than ask me what my day was yeah yeah or or like continue the conversation or, like it's been happening because it has 100 percent. or like you don't gotta you don't you don't gotta act like a like a freshly neutered puppy when when the owner walks in like you could just be like like you could literally not even move like you don't even gotta greet me at the door like i come in you you (laughs) so like basically the way that we greeted each other when we lived together yes 100 because because like I think that you actually start more issues by constantly being in communication than to appreciate the separation of communication, mm-hmm. even if you're physically in the same area. How many times have we been hanging out and didn't talk to each other? It's happened. We just sit there and we just be watching yeah. something, listening to something. We don't got to like talk it through the whole time. Yeah. It's no. wild, man. It's wild. So that's definitely one for me. That's a good one. I'm trying to think what else stands out. Not like, another one. Ne- like never, no. having to work, but no, but like never again. It's like it's, it's similar. Like never having to worry about someone else's schedule is nice. That's a great one. That's a great one. It's just like got- like if you were like yo, like you're trying to come down to like Philly and visit. And mm-hmm. Like I mean, it'd be a trip if I were to do that. But it would be like as of now, I'm like I don't have to be like oh let me see what we're doing this and that. It's like yep. Oh no, you just on it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one. I never have to worry about not placing my food order in a timely manner because I'm the only one making decisions about what's being eaten. Mm. Yep, that's another good one. Dude, that's a rough one. That was another one that came to mind while I was on the air mattress and I was like, damn, I'm really hungry, but I have no food and I'm too lazy to go do anything. I love it. But it was also like, I don't feel like ordering anything yet. One of my other pet peeves, yeah, that's that's a conundrum. One of my other pet peeves when it comes to that is like, if we planned a night out, like, it wasn't like we just popped up. We planned it, and we knew where we were going, and you never looked at the menu until you got there, and now we're sitting here for 20-something minutes because you're still trying to figure it out. I might order. I might just be like, yo, I'll have the... Uh... <laughs> I don't hate that. That's insane. That's, like, insane. Especially in today's day and age. Like I feel like just about everywhere, you're going to kind of check. The other thing is, like, you don't even have to have read the menu necessarily to me, mm-hmm. but like, if it's like, hey, let's go to this place, you should probably know what type of cuisine it is, and then by the time you get there, kind of know what you want to have from that cuisine. Or, or don't want something completely different than the cuisine they sell. Mm. Like, if you had an Italian spot, I could really go for sushi. Motherfucker, we in an Italian spot. I don't know what to tell you. Marco Polo did not steal that. You dig me? Got another one. I can pick and choose who parents I meet now. Because <laughs> we think it's a choice until you realize it really ain't a choice. Like, oh, I got to meet your parents. So it's not like a when, it's like how. So, like, oh, okay, I guess I'm meeting them on Thursday. Like, you can't really say no. You can, but you don't want those kind of problems. So now I just talk to my friends. I'm like, oh, so, oh, good looking. Like, it's nice to meet your mom, your dad, your dad. No obligations. Look, it just takes, I mean, there's benefits to having a relationship, I'm sure. But like, oh, I didn't say relationship. I said meeting. So that's different. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying like the general single versus not single. Entity. Oh, 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 there's yeah. benefits. Dude, for but sure. Freedom, I mean, the freedom is the freedom is the beauty and the curse, right? Mm-hmm. Much, much like anything. 
freedom noir excess true prescription that's what they say mm. it's like I, it just came to me it just came to was me that billy, was that billy shakes <laughs> yeah it's billy shakes i think yeah Jesus um, <laughs> christ the book of yeah. right uh but no like the freedom is the best it's also the the cage though too much freedom yeah. with your own thought without anything else going on is dangerous. i mean you, you're not wrong at all but i got another one <laughs> are these just the 10 commandments of singlehood <laughs> the 10 single commandments one <laughs> this one is one that i hold really dear to my personal identity i you never as as a single slash lonely person you never have to worry if the other person enjoys your music Mm, that's see that's a great one for, especially for the two of us that's a great mm-hmm. one and, and that's real because there are definitely people that i'll see on like a dating app or something and i'm like no nah, you got trash music and i one thousand I, I can't do it i can't do it one thousand percent i'm like and, oh. and like i'm down with most music same but like and, and i also get more excited to talk to someone that where I look at like their top artists or whatever on, on some stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you fuck with these three people that I also do that are like in totally different lanes. Cool, like we'll get along. Like I get way more excited to talk to that person than just the the like baseline. Oh, one thousand percent. But like, you know what's the worst? We know. Okay, actually, what's worse? Somebody who just has overall trash music selection, or somebody who picks the worst artist in the genre that has so many good artists. So like, Ooh. so like if you, if you are, if you look on the dating app and you see somebody has like all Marcus Houston, you'd be like, bitch, you know, Chris Brown exists. Like what are we yeah. doing here? Like, well, you, so, you so here's, a, here's a third one to that. What about the person who thinks they know good music and technically listens to. That's the worst person. Artists, That's the worst person in the world. But only listens to like the pop song. Worst person in the world. They don't yeah. know any album cuts. They they mispronounce people's names. They they pretend like they were on Ed Sheeran first. It's like you were on Ed Sheeran, really? It's on that collaboration project. Come on, and you're 23. How were you on Ed Sheeran first? Yeah, like I I feel like I was late on Ed Sheeran. I wasn't that late on Ed Sheeran. Yeah, you got there with his first Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's just like it's wild, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't wait for that to come with some of the British artists. Like, yeah, I've been listening to Stormzy for a minute. Yeah, were you watching that Shut Up video in the park? Mm. <laughs> Mm. Were you in the top 1% for what does the fox say? Like some people here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Last one. I got a okay. question for you. Oh, this is not a question. This is a new one. Being single slash lonely, you never have to pretend somebody's a good cook. You could always just keep it real with the homies and be like, yo, this shit was not it. Or you could be like, yo, I thank you for doing this, but like it ain't. you never have to really worry about the repercussions. Like I remember I was dating this, this woman, and literally I this so someone that I know. Cook, I'm, no comment. I'm a cook cook. You know me. I cook cook. I be in here. I be doing it. But Except I never shy away from yeah. anybody cooking. I never shy away from anybody cooking for me though. Like I'm never. I'm my nose ain't in the air. None of that. Like I will gladly have somebody cook for me. This human being cooked for me twice in our whole relationship. Twice at different points in time, right? Because she was like, "Oh man, you know, like you don't always have to cook." I was like, "Cool, line them up." Like I'm cool with that. I could just yeah. Chill. I'm too smart for that. I'd never offered offer to cook for you because I don't want. You to <laughs> Actually, that, that's not, I don't think that's totally true. I, I think at this point in my culinary career, I could make, like, I, I definitely couldn't, like, cook for you for a week and feel good about it. 
Oh no! But, but, but I, 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 could, I could do a meal or two and feel like confident about what I'm able to prepare. That's what I was gonna say. That's the good thing about Reese. If you cook for me, you're probably only cooking like once that week. I, I was like, gonna say that's another dope thing about Tango Hood. I can make whatever I want because for better or for worse, like I I find like a couple things that I like to eat on like a consistent basis, and I have no problem having that basically every day. You got some peppers, you got some onions, you got some meat. Cool, we in there. Yeah, give me some chicken, give me some peppers, uh, sweets, and jalapeno mixed in. Throw me a little rice in there, like a little Spanish rice type of action. Do you prefer? So, if you hit Italian sausage, are you going spicy or sweet? Spicy. I prefer the sweet. Yo, I like the spicy, but the sweet just. I I guess depends what it's with. Um, If we doing peppers and onions, like peppers and onions. Yeah, I I bet. I mean, you know me, I'm a sucker for the heat. See, but I'll put some crushed red pepper flakes on top of the sweet sausage because okay. it's like kind of like kind of pouring syrup on my, my Rolodex of spices. I don't have enough to like make up for it in certain places. You know I, I mean? I like, like my on spice rack isn't loaded. I got enough to get by. Dude, I'm standing on a plank right now. All of these cooks, I'm no longer a professional cook. So all of these, they're gonna look at me like, what the fuck? I firmly believe you only need at max to have a great prep of any food 10 herbs and spices at max that's probably you true. only need that everything yeah, I, else I, is subjective because there's also something that, like you can kind of get a little bit of different stuff like i love cajun seasoning because mm-hmm. i feel like it mixes a couple different oh i love cajun. you can use black you can use it for black and stuff you can use it for yep. you literally can use it for vegetables you can use it yeah you can put cajun season on like juicy fruit like it might sound crazy but put it on some pineapple you'll be like oh that's, that's crazy like the, what is it tahine or Tahini. Tahini? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's a good one. Uh, oh, wait, I got to say this. I, I, I will say, I feel like that was the best piece of advice that I was ever given as a, as a young a young lad, a young chap, if you will. A young mustache. Yeah. Was <laughs> was from one of my dad's work colleagues. This is, I mean, I was probably, this had to have been when he retired. So I would have been like 16, maybe 17. Wow, your dad's been retired that long? That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he retired a little early um, to like take care of my brother. Still, but still, that's dope. Um, he's also just older than most people's dads my age. But oh, still- I'm, ha- I'm happy. I'm happy you put that last sentence in because that would sound crazy. He's also older than most people and just stop. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, God, statistically, <laughs> statistically speaking, it's probably not incorrect. But anyway, he gave me this advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, he, he's a math guy too. I think he would agree. Um, dude that's hilarious yo you're just older than most people happy birthday pops like yeah what i'm gonna, I'm gonna let him know this year um but no it, the advice was effectively like especially if you're single and like you're trying to court a, a nice young woman or, or mm-hmm. man you know whatever your preference can we still say courting is courting i don't, a little I don't know it feels weird. courting creepy now yeah kind of feels weird it feels it feels like it got it when i think of courting i think of like odysseus I think a Pepula Pew. Like because he was on the court in no, because he no, no, because because in his cartoon, all he does is try to get women to fall in love with him. That's all he uh, does. So yeah, his whole I'm, stick, his whole shtick is like he'd be like, Oh my god, he's French. Like, yeah, he's French. He tries, so he would like give flowers, but he's like creepy because he'll like grab a girl. He'd be like, Hey, come here. Like it'll be like yeah. one of these things, and just like, uh, Peppy, you kind of creepy. Kind of hostile. It's like listening like, to maybe it's cold outside in, in, the, in these years. Listen, uh, if but it, anyway, his advice was 
every, every you should be wait, able wait, to wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go ahead. Back, what question? <laughs> Is it anti-feminist to offer a warm place to stay or frostbite? I think you let them choose. Continue. Um, basically, what he said was you should be able, and, and this was, I think, also like just a kind of like college advice thing. It's like you should be able to have like five dishes ready, like drop of a hat. Like, yeah, I can rock out and like crush that dish. So, question five dishes, no matter what time of day it is, or five dishes so, for dinner? I don't know that I ever got the clarity on that. Because that's a real thing, though. I, I agree. If you only have one in there. Because if you have one, per, yes. If you have one per, then you only got two dishes left. That's not a lot of dishes left in the arsenal. That's true. I mean, omelets versatile. Eggs, at, dude. I am huge on eggs. Period. You can yeah. any time of day. Honestly, we used to do that like as a family dinner was omelets. My grandmother used to do that for us, like straight up. She never made a good omelet, which is weird. She made everything fantastic. For, she made everything good. Some things fantastic. Omelets were just not because she likes her eggs hard. I like my eggs soft. See, I think omelet was like the first thing that I really had in my arsenal. Yeah. Love it. I was like, I'm I'm nice with it. Like, I I remember when I moved up here, even Mm -hmm. I didn't have a spatula. Oh, spatula is like a fucking spoon. You need that. Nah. I I was still getting nice flips, nice clean folds on the omelet. I, I'm telling you that that's mine. That's my go-to. Um, anyway, but yeah, no, I, I also don't know that I have five for sure that I'd be like, yep, I could die on a hill. No, I'm going to crush that. Which is probably why I'm lonely. But how many? Um, because I probably got ten in my arsenal. I'm sure you do. Like where I'm like, I'm going to crush this. I got so, more. So I guess that's the other question is like, what defines a meal? Because it like, is it like you can only use chicken once? No, I think a meal is anything that's filling. Mm. That's how I look at a meal, though. Like, I really look at a meal like that. It has to be filling. And that's why, like, when I brought up my one of my exes, literally, she didn't even know she did this. Like, two different times, she made a dish that featured, like, featured. But not like it was there. It was like, no, this is the star ingredient. It was just chickpeas. And I was just like, and I asked her, like, we're eating. We're eating. Second meal. I'm eating. I'm like, so what's up with you in the chickpeas? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like. Both things you made literally just had like a lot of chickpeas and like something else. And she was like, I didn't even realize I, I guess I eat a lot of chickpeas. And I'm just like, you live your life like this. You like in my mind, I was like, but why didn't you just make hummus at that point? The better version is she left a whole chickpea like and I don't think I've ever just had a straight chickpea. It's not impressive at like, all. Like I can't think of a dish where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to have that chickpea. And they get stuck in your teeth. The weird thing about chickpeas, all right, we're gonna just last end of the tangent. The weird thing about chickpeas, besides the fact they don't taste that good, is the fact that they 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 feel very similar to popcorn kernels. Like when you eat a piece of popcorn, mm. it, it literally do it literally feels the same exact way, but not as fulfilling. Or like kind of sticks to you, one hundred percent, and it's kind of yeah. like sharp a little bit. You're like, what is that? And it's just like a chickpea. Yeah, and that's all she could make, dude. That's all she had in her arsenal. I was like, this probably ain't gonna work. I will say the the yeah. Last thing on the food piece, my my parents just got back from Jamaica and they brought back. Unfortunately, my mom messed up going through customs and got like a bunch of Jamaican like seasonings and spices and stuff like snatched, which RIP. Damn. But she came through with one jar of like Jamaican jerk uh, like sauce. 
Ooh. And I've literally had it sitting in my cabinet because I'm like, I'm not touching this until something crosses my line that is worthy of using this. That's beautiful. And that's why anything I order any, anytime I'm, on, I'm at a restaurant and I see I'm looking at a menu. If something says Cajun or Jamaican, I'm ordering it. It depends on where I'm at. Fair. Like, I can't, I can't be in Havertown and get the jerk wings. Like I just won't hit. See, I'll get I that Hilltown though. Dude, I just took somebody to Hilltown for the first time. Blew her mind. Blew her mind. Place. I, I'm, I miss Hilltown. Dude, I love Hilltown. Shout out to the Hilton man. It's, it's beautiful. Like, and it was funny because like we haven't seen it. this person who I went to Hilltown with. We went to college together, but we haven't seen each other in literally nine or ten years. What? That's how the, did you guys reconnect? When I so we, especially we when always, you're like not even on have a presence on social or anything anymore. That's how. That's literally how we reconnected because we we always been cool. We never really talked after she gra- she graduated one year before me. Yeah, one year before me. But she was supposed to graduate two years because but she was in like the five year co-op for food marketing. So she stayed an extra year and we were real cool in college. And then when she graduated, we kept in touch a little bit. But then when I graduated, we kept in touch mostly via social media, but like not really talking, but just following each other, maybe commenting on stuff and maybe liking stuff. But then when like I got rid of social media, she I don't know how I don't remember how she did it. She found my number because my number wasn't the same. I changed my number, I think, twice as college. So she like put an effort in to like find me and get my number. And I was like, oh, that's real fucking dope. I, she hit me up on LinkedIn. She mm. hit me up on LinkedIn, was like, hey, Reese, like I, I see. So like, I was gonna say, like this is what we've talked about. And like, mm-hmm. like this is again, like if anyone's listening, all, all two of you, um, you know, what we've talked about in the past, is, like make that list of people that like that two way street of, of, of love yeah. and communication saves you a lot of time. 100 percent. 100%. Like, I, I already know, like, all the people I went to college with where I'm like, yeah, you're for sure, you know, if I ever get married, like, that would be the people that, like, you're going to be with me. You're going to be the first person people I tell. You're going to be at this event, that event, like, done. What would an Ivan McGovern wedding look like? Probably pretty Irish. Would it be very, like, like a lot of cold cuts? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess part of that depends on who you're marrying. I'd like to think that. Like, I would not be surprised if I pulled up and there's some corned beef hash in the corner. I'm like, that's my shit. I love corned beef hash, by the way. I don't okay. know. I'll, I'll make that. a note of that. Dude, I love corned beef. My fit. All right. Sidebar. <laughs> they're, they're, I never let. I I'm never not even like a huge potato eater. I'm sure there'd be plenty of potatoes. Oh, man. That's my favorite food in the world. Literally. See, I, but I, I think I'd have food. a lot of Italian. That'd be, that'd be crucial. Dude, I need I need potatoes. Like, so like, there, let, let's put it the easy way. There will be a lot of carbs, and it's funny because I don't really eat that many carbs anymore. Like I'm much more Same. mindful of it than I've ever been. But like Same. knowing that it's gonna have, you know, even just my side of the family, an Italian half and an Irish half, there's gonna be a lot of carbs. Dude, I got acid a lot of carbs, reflux. a lot of drinks. I got acid reflux, and I ain't even taking my medicine that day. I'm going hard. Like, what's <laughs> cracking, dog? Like I got but a like special bathroom I, just for you. <laughs> nah, fuck. I it ain't gonna do nothing but make me feel like I'm choking. Fuck that. Like, <laughs> Power but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Real G's moving silence like lasagna. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't, I didn't leave the country until I was in my late twenties, right? And but growing up, somehow my grandmother knew recipes from all around the world. I didn't realize they're from all around the world. In a in a regular month, Ivan, no bullshit. I grew up in the hood in North Philly. I grew up poor. 
it was like the, the trenches. In a given month, we would have eaten goulash, corned beef hash, head cheese, liver wish, liver worse. And you can get all those things at a poppy shop, I hear. You, yeah. uh, <laughs> capons. Watch like we, I, didn't, I didn't realize that we literally been around the world without ever leaving, yeah. just in the kitchen. Like you were just living in Epcot. But like it was you know, wild, dude. Authentic way. And I don't even know how she knew all of this stuff because my family is from that side of my family is from North Carolina. Mm. So it would have been more soul food than anything. But she just had a worldview of things. And I don't even think she knew. Like if I hit her up, like, grandma, you know, goulash, I think it comes from Germany. You know, goulash is from like Germany or like yeah, Turkey or something. And she would be like, I don't even know where Germany is. Like she would be hitting me with one of those. I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. It was the Nazis. Click. Like it would be like, like that's how she would understand. She would probably. She would probably hit me be like, you mean a place with the Nazis? Like, that's how my grandmother talks. Like, it'd yeah. be one of those things. Like, when DMX died, I didn't know she knew DMX was. She called me, she'd be like, you saw, you know, DMX is like near there yeah. in my heart. She was like, you saw DMX die? I loved him. And then she proceeded for literally 45 seconds to rap up in here. You know, when he says up in here, up in here, y'all going, and she's on the phone rapping. I'm just like, oh! <laughs> no. I love Gangsta it. Shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the food would be like. What would the I, music? Would you go band or DJ? Again, you know, here's another thing we're talking about, like relationships being single. I can say all this shit now. I, I have no say in this when it comes to it. <laughs> if you choose to pay for it, you have a lot of say. That's fair. Because, um, like, I just had two friends be married in the last year. One, one... And both sides of them were my friends. So, like, the, the woman and the guy. One guy paid, had a lot of say. One guy didn't pay, had almost no say. I I feel like I'd rather a band. But a band that can also play other music. You know what I mean? Like Versatile band. So, you can go, like, some funk. You can go some probably yeah. hip-hop. You can go Give some rock. Give me some good covers. And then, like, I feel like that's the idea. Like, that, that the wedding I went to last fall had that, where it was, like, they're also able to play plenty of music, like wedding music, but also like, like give me some like good Blink One Eighty Two covers that like everyone Ooh, wants to sing along. What's my name again? Stuff. Yeah, um, so, yeah. No, I feel like I'd want like a mix. I mean, I I have such versatile music taste that I would want a little bit of all that probably reflected. Um, you know, and that gives me a mic. You know, you can go up and and perform. You know, I give you four. Uh, four I, ain't working do, I ain't working doing your wedding, but you see me lately, man. When I go to weddings, I go to slay. I'm out here. Valora <laughs> boy. I'm going to be out here. Yeah, you know, no, if you don't story. have a fedora, you're not allowed in. Like, Ooh, no, not, not, that's not for everyone. That's just you. Oh, it has to be cocked to the side, too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, right there. All right, this is the last wedding said. question. Last okay. wedding question. Where would you want your wedding to be? It, it don't have to be exact. It could just be a region. Hmm. That's an interesting one. I've I've lived in a number of places, mm-hmm. and only a couple of those places are good weather all year round. Um, I feel like the the answer is the first thing that came to mind. The Cape. Yeah, that'll be ill. That'll be ill. Yeah. That was the first. You go see me. You go see me in the ocean, just pulling lobsters out. <laughs> hey, we got them! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because oh man, that that catering bill would be expensive. That catering bill would be insane. 
but no, I, I think I think the cave like that that just has like such a special place in my heart. It's like, yeah. like, like that was the place that was like at my lowest of lows in my life. That was my happy place where it was like, like I, we used to go down. And I would just I would just turn my parents. I'm not, I'm not getting any homework done because I'm not tarnishing the way I feel about this place. <laughs> I, I would literally just say it straight up back. Yeah, I hope you know. Like I'm not getting anything done. That's a wild but, but like it, it, but like you know, I've obviously like grown up. Like when I was going through my latest tests and stuff for my work and stuff, like I went down there when I needed to focus and like, but like that's my separation point. Like if I need like a self-therapy weekend, that's where I mm-hmm. go. So I, I think that's, that's my answer. No, It'd be a good weird. time too. Yeah, for sure. I always felt like if I'm surrounded by the people who I love, we could be in the fucking back alley and we can yeah. do it. Yeah. We'd be, we can be on the back deck at Mad River for all I care. If I'm with oh the people gosh. I want to be with. Unless it's flooded. Fair. Actually, no, I, I wouldn't want to do it there. Bayou, maybe. Yeah, get those get those little 10 cent wings and some crabs. Yep. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> the most random shit. You want some crabs? Where, where would you want to go honeymooning? Too. That's a good question. Honeymooning? I, th- I think you have to hit Ireland, man. Me? Yeah, Galway. That'd be dope. I'd like to get there before then. Oh, I, I'm not saying you haven't yeah. never visited it. I, I don't know, because it might depend on the weather. Because, like, I also think my parents had it figured out. You just go to Jamaica. I mean, your parents are legends, though. That's true. But, you know, I'm trying to live up, live up to it. There's LeBron James and a LeBron James Jr. Well, I'm not yeah, saying you're not going to make it, but you're probably not going to be LeBron. Damn. <laughs> You've been working with my mom for, like, two months, and you've already been thrown aside. I didn't say throwing aside. I'm just saying you might not be starting five. <laughs> hey, John Havlicek had a very successful career as a six man for. So start. did Lou Will. He's in a song. Lou Willville. Has, Kyle, has Kyle Korver ever been in a song? He started plenty of times. He made if he's team. been if he's been in a song, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and he was drafted by the Sixers. I, I know. I remember, I remember Kyle Korver couldn't even make layups by the time he got traded. Like, it was bad. Like, it got to, it got to the point where I think we need to trade Kyle Korver to save his career. Like, he literally couldn't make layups. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Was it, like, and, yips or just, like, he never got that close to the rim that he had to worry about? It? No, he was he was by the rim. It might be the yips. I think it was a, con- I think it was a confidence thing because he was on the team. Man, y'all y'all just give people the yips. He was on the team when, like, they made it with Dalla, like, the star yeah. to a certain extent, like, A-star. So, I think that like, he oh, felt nine, like – ten. Yeah, he felt like the pressure, I think. And it was just like, I can't do this. I'm here to hit some threes and speak back of Iverson, Shall we discuss the verses? Let's do it. Um, what, what was your biggest takeaway of the night? What was your favorite my big, piece? My biggest takeaway of the night is that it felt like it was the first time they ever did this type of verses. It felt clumsy. It felt like they didn't know how to control the crowd or wasn't the right setting. They shouldn't have had it set up like it was a performance. They should have had it set up probably like in the theater where people were sitting down instead of walking around like it's a club because mm-hmm. it was a club. And then the other thing, I think Iverson took it easy on them to a certain extent. Like it was like Iverson had some great highlights. But then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, there are so many highlights that did not make this cut. And but also also caveat. Tracy, McGr- I don't know if you caught this. Tracy McGrady took two highlights out. Yeah, I know. I noticed. For Sean Bradley, who's now paralyzed, yeah. and Kobe, who's dead, where he was like, he he brutalized both of them. Yeah. He was like, we're not putting those in I, there. I respect, so I respect it. Yeah. It was, but I thought it was actually pretty fucking dope. I just think that 
the setting wasn't the right way. Yep. It felt clumsy. And the third thing that I was like, they need to fix or figure out those, the highlights can't be 15 seconds. No. You got to give like a 30 to 45 second lead up. Like maybe it's like a conversation for 20 to 30 seconds. And then they go into the highlight as opposed to asking them a quick I, I, question. If, if they're going to have it as, as, you know, as prepared as I think they would like, I'd love to have like, I don't know how you would do this or like how far out in advance they would need to be like, yeah, these are my clips. It'd be dope if they were like, yeah, I was on the bench when this happened mm-hmm. and like have an old teammate talk about it, or someone on the other side. Like that'd be dope. Oh. Um, like almost make it like a 30 for 30 type thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree. It was a little clumsy. My biggest takeaway is as we've discussed many <laughs> a time, no one shows love like Bubba Chuck. Goddamn right. When he you was know, like, when he was like, I'll be the bad guy. I'm going to talk about how much Tracy McGrady should be in the top. You want me to say it? Yeah. say it? I'll say it. Yeah. It's like, you know, you like know. he's, he's like, he's a guy that like never speaks, but when he speaks, his voice carries. One of the things, one of my it's favorite, all passion. Um, all passion. One, of, one of my favorite Iris and McGrady highlights ever, they didn't even talk about or show. And it wasn't like on the court. So it was uh, the year that I think it was the year Jordan's last all-star game was when he had the the old school style all-star jerseys. Mm-hmm. And then one was white and one was red yeah. and uh, Kobe cut his hair. Like it was like the thing. I'll never forget. You could you probably could find it on YouTube. Iverson was in the locker room. He got there first somehow. Somehow Iverson was first. Never seen this before. He got the time wrong. He's in the locker room. He grabs his uniform, right? He starts to put it on. And he realized they gave him a shorts for somebody who's six foot. And he was like, what the, he literally was like, what the fuck are these? He's like, I can't wear these. And like they're on he his knee. Like, like Iverson. <laughs> oh, Iverson. Like, yeah, Iverson. They're on his knee. Like they're they're like normal shoes. He's like, I can't wear these. So he great takes them off. He goes to McGrady's locker. He changes them out. He takes McGrady, who's like six nine. He takes his shorts. Yeah. He puts them on. And he leaves. McGrady comes in. They show it. McGrady, he's like, Yo, whose shorts are these? And they're like above his kneecap. He's like, Yo, whose shorts are these? What are we doing here? And then Iverson just looks at him like. Yeah, it's crazy. Like he's like, he's just like, yeah, man. his are like halfway down his shit. <laughs> his are touching know, his ankles. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy, bro. They got the uniforms wrong, man. But like, that's one of my favorite, and that's like a, one of those moments that wasn't even on the court, but like that showed how did he wear those? Huh? Did he wear them in the game, or did they get him good shorts? I, I think the clip went off. I think he literally was like talking to team like, like, yeah, man. Like it was just like one of those things. That nah, he, he's got normal enough shorts. Looks like. Yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. But like, I thought I also didn't like how they were tipping the pitches. Mm. Like they were like, the next clip is you scoring. I'm like, dog, what are you doing, man? Yeah, I I didn't like the amount of times that I felt like I knew exactly what was coming. I also felt like they should have incorporated music into it because these are two hip hop NBA players. I did feel that way. And that's no disrespect to DJ Envy. I don't know if he was running what music was playing, but it was like, mm-hmm. it would have been cool if they could have put a soundtrack to their own stuff. Or just how play, did, like specifically play music from those years. Dude, that would have been dope. And how did you not play AI's rap verse? Like, you got to just throw that in there. Like, fuck it. I was, thinking there. About, I was thinking about that. Dude, I would have been able to do the Toronto loop, like the last clip, the iconic that's shot. That's what I'm saying. The, the iconic moment, yeah. 40 bars from the mouth of a motherfucking crook. Like, it's just like, oh, let's go on this That, that would have been... Or, been why didn't you play the Iverson commercial? Why wasn't that one of the highlights? With Jadakiss. Mm. It's A5 and AI. Like, it would, that would have been... And Jadakiss comes out just hitting it. 
that, that and was then the you other have thing. It's like, like, it felt, yeah, I, I think I think the biggest takeaway is it felt clunky because it felt mm-hmm. like there were certain things that there was way too much of, and then there were certain things that were just completely missing. It it was it was a pilot episode. Yeah. It felt like a pilot episode. You know when you watch a sitcom, you're like, I like, see the potential. We, I feel like, I, I don't know, who, who should you have done for, I guess you got to start with something big, but. I think it should have been McGrady versus Vince Carter. Mm, that would have been more fun. Cousins, they have that yeah. unity already. It well, would have been one I, of those. I, I feel like Vince just wins that as soon as he's like, yeah, you assisted one of my moments. You were You were the Robin to my Batman. I feel like McGrady wins it when he says, I never was a bench player until my last year in the league. <laughs> you played 20 years, but you really only played 12. Like, that's, a, that's some gangster shit. And then Antoine Jameson is also their cousin. I want him to be the referee. Mm. Imagine those family functions. Also, you got Antoine the, 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 that was one of the best moments, too, where Shaq was like, oh, you never dunked on me. I'm not worried. <laughs> it's like, oh no, he he embarrassed you, <laughs> dude. That was embarrassing. His arm, his elbow was above the rim. Like, like that, that, that might have been arguably his best highlight. Like, I also felt just like I don't know, like T Max. So maybe maybe it's because he was such a smooth player that like some of the like he made it look easy, but some of the ball handling clips for him feel more like they should be a montage than a single play. Which I felt I lost him some points. Like there were some where I got the turnaround jumper, and I was like, that didn't hit me the same way. You know, I think part of it like is it was nice, he's so but, short. It yeah. was such a short clip. Like I think that you know what would have been dope if they were able to get the defenders for each of these clips. Mm. That would have been ill. That's a good one. Like it's just like, yeah, man, I had him, and then I didn't have him. Like it'd be like, what I, I want to hear from like, Antonio Daniels. Oh my! I haven't seen Antonio Daniels since. Since, since, Dude. yes. And I love when he got up. And he was like, he was like, "What the fuck you want us to do, dog? Like, <laughs> yeah. what you talking about?" Yeah. So, so who else would some of those people have been? Marcus Camby, Marcus Camby, Jordan. <laughs> it would have been uh, Chuck's got some mean ones. Ty- Tyron Lue could. You have to have too much pride to show up. You no, he, they're up. good friends though. They're good friends That's though. True. So like, he probably have been like. Why y'all? Because like you know what you know my favorite quote about that clip. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes about that clip is it when somebody asked Iverson about it years later. He was like, "That's my little man. I got him fourteen million dollars. He signed with the Hawks the next year because he defended me hard. I averaged forty. Like yeah. it was just like one of those things where it was like I got him paid. He can't be mad. Yeah. One of the first uh, NBA games I went to was against Tyloo. I hated Tyloo. I think that was uh, most people of your generation from Philly. Ty, no, because Ty Lue played like the white dude at the court. It was like, yo, stop sweating on me, dog. Like, chill. Get out of here. He, he looked like you probably could have dropped him in like, you ever, I think mean, we talked about this, Russell Wilson's uh, high school mixtape. I say mixtape, oh but it's like just drafty layups and taking charges. Tragic. He looks like a WNBA player in this highlight yeah. tape. Also, shout out to CP3 winning the first Kobe and Gigi award. I think that should have went to Steph Curry. The amount that Steph Curry has done for female athletics when it comes to – he sponsors women's teams around the country. He gives money back. He has different colorways specifically for women. I love what CP3 has do you done. Think, I was going to say, do you think you, because it was the first one, it was more of like a lifetime achievement award for stuff CP3 has done throughout his career. And they're like, yeah, we know that we're going to give Steph one. Like Steph is year. what? 
Steph is what thirty three. I feel like lifetime achievement has come. That's true. It's I mean they, they yeah I guess that was only that's crazy. Like they came in the league four years separate. Why does yeah. it feel like maybe it's just their game? But like Chris Paul feels like he's been in the league a decade longer than Steph. That's because when Chris Paul was in college at Wake Forest, the film was grainy, and when Steph got there, it was almost HD. It was like oh I see what's going on here. That's literally the jump. Like it was like a four year period where like we had grainy film. That was still used in the early 2000s and 90s. And then we had Steph Curry film where it's like, I see his jersey moving. It's crazy. <laughs> that college hoops 2K8. Uh, Dude, oh my gosh. Everything was moving in college hoops. Like your, your shorts would like yeah. somehow rip apart some halfway through the game. Like it was crazy. Shout, shout out to the Michigan State teams of those ones. Shout out to Drew Neitzel. Oh man, shout out to the Spartans. So, what's your thoughts about Jawan Howard, man, slapping somebody? I, in my mind, I wanted to go try to find some Fab Five jerseys after that. I felt real strong about that. How did you So feel? my biggest thing was, as a player, I want to play for someone that cares that much. Mm-hmm. Um, as, like, a, if I was, like, a booster, like, if I'm the school, I'm like, not a great look. If you were a parent, how would you feel? Um, I, I guess... I think my- yeah, I, don't I think know, my grandmothers would be like, "Yeah, play for that motherfucker." And then I think, like, if I had like <laughs> other parents, they'd be like, "Oh my god, no!" So you mean if your parents were white, is what you're saying? Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like it's like that's the thing though. Like John Howard's been in the public eye long enough mm-hmm. that he doesn't really have that much against him. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like you wouldn't be too worried about it. Like, I, I feel like if I was a parent of a student, I'd be like, is he doing this, like, in practice to you? Like, that would be the only question I would have. Ooh, that's a good question. Because if he's not doing that and he's supporting, like, my kid, then cool, run with it. But, yeah. like, I feel like that would be the question. Is like, is he losing it on you guys as 18, 19-year-old athletes? Mm. That would be so my neat. concern. And I don't think he is, to be fair. No. But, like. And he's, he's like, damn near 50. Like, come on, man. Also. That's what looks like Will Smith. Yeah, well, let's not bury the lead. The most important piece of this. Phil Martelli. Will he go 5-0? Or run for a chip. Will he go 5-0? Is Michigan ranked right now? They they were top 10 in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I know last year they were, like. They were number two and number one, I think. They've had a rough season this year. And he's only he's only suspended for five games, so he's back for the Big Ten tournament at the end of the season. That is not a good record. <laughs> that's that's like a – I mean, it, I'd kill for St. Joe's to have that record right now, but – But Michigan basketball – conference? But Michigan basketball was never a thing except for that five and Trey Burke. Yeah. Which I would have won so much money if they fucking won. Like, I had that team going, and they lost within, like, I think it was, like, three points they lost. I think my best March Madness. See, see, that's what we should do. Let, let, let's do a podcast. When does, what, like, St. Patty's Day probably? Like, almost a month from now will be Selection Sunday? I think it is that weekend, yeah. Roughly. Like, I feel like the first weekend of games is always on St. Patty's Day. Always. Yeah. So, what we're going to do. On that'll be what day is let's just see selection 
Sunday. Sunday, March 15th, which means that Tuesday, the Ides of March, we're going to record and make brackets. I think that. I think then I fly out. I fly out on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Washington. Yeah. So this is going to be a packed week. It's going to be a wild week, man. You better celebrate your Irish heritage well. Oh, for sure. And I'm going to try to find uh, authentic Gary Payton and Sean Kim jerseys out there for both of us. Okay, cool. Can you also look for like, there's got to be some weird Drew Bledsoe stuff. So let me know if you find any of that. Ooh, if there's weird Drew Bledsoe stuff. And Clay. Yeah. And Clay. Let's not forget about Clay. I mean, I'm going I'm to be at his campus. So there's definitely going to be. Well, him and there. Drew Bledsoe both went there. But I feel like Drew Blesso was so long he's ago. Got the, that he's got be, the vineyard out. Like, it's not that. Yeah, I know. That's what that's what I was thinking. Because, like, I feel like he might sell his own, like, jersey with, like, a wine grape on it or some mm. shit. You say weird. You didn't say authentic. You said weird. I, well, that's just because he's more around. Like, you're going to find, like, weird stuff. or be like, what do we have to call back to? Clay Thompson and Drew Bledsoe. But obviously the Clay Thompson stuff in today's generation is going to sell out way quicker. So you're going to be mad when I bring you back some of Drew Bledsoe's, like, Pants, pads. You can be like, you say weird, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have to be careful who I'm like telling weird to. Let's not forget, you know, when I had to sign for your wine at the house, I was like, oh, I'll bring you back some wings. I was like, here's some wings, man. Four days like, oh, to dope. eat them. I was like, also get them the hottest that they have them. So yeah, blazing wings. Go look that up. Um, that was funny. You know, I drove like, you know, I literally drove like 40 minutes out to get those wings. Like that oh, wasn't no, like a close journey. And, and the funniest thing is, as soon as we hung up, I knew, like, like it clicked. Like it, it didn't click when we were talking, and it was like I went back to doing whatever I was doing, nothing productive. And mm-hmm. like twenty minutes into it, I was just like, "What the fuck? There's no way he's getting me normal ways." <laughs> and I, like, I probably spent. See, here's the other thing: any normal person would just been like, "Fuck you," and thrown him out. Or gave him back to me because I would hate him. Yeah. Because I got the same thing. Like, we, we, I married him. I was like, I'm getting, we're going to both do this. But like, I didn't, yeah. I got 20. I gave you 10, but the other 10 weren't hot. I was like, I'm going to eat these other ones. See, I'm too petty though, because I was like, no, I'm going to eat them. I'm going to finish them. Mm-hmm. And it took me like three days. And I probably bought two half gallons of milk to work through to get through it all. Dude, they were hot as shit. So bad. Yeah, they weren't good. But I had to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. You got. You can't be especially a especially in that house. In that house, you had to do it. M- Dude, much the like night. you get you get a little. little oh, you got to take a dab. Yeah, you know you know my motto. So like the first weekend we lived in a house, we had a hardcore like drinking session on like Friday, Saturday morning. I wake up. It's nine. It's nine. I'll never forget. It's nine thirty in the morning on the dot. I'm in the kitchen by myself. I go, I go and grab like the rum. I'm making a drink at 9 30 in the morning. Greg Cross walks in. He's like, Yo, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm making a drink. You want? He's like, no, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're insane. He just walks the fuck off. I, I can I hear like, him saying that too. Dude, and I was like, happy living with me for the next year or so. <laughs> yeah, for the next year that turned into three. Dude, it's wild, man. It's wild. That's probably why my health is struggling right now. It's just like, yo, you, 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 you're a legend already. Calm it the fuck down. We're telling you to calm it down. Say, <laughs> so we, we gotta live like Ed Sheeran now. It's like, oh, Ed, like you lost so much weight. He's like, yeah, I, I stopped drinking beer. He's like, oh, like how's that working? He's like, yeah, I just replaced with vodka, but I've lost a ton of weight. Yeah, I just go with spirits <laughs> now. I'm all, I'm all about the spirit game, which is also something that I want to look into. Like I thought about it for a while. I really want to have my own spirit. And I feel like it's not hard to have because a lot of people have spirits that aren't nationally recognized. 
But I think that if you get like, I really believe if you you get. So I thought about this deeply and I think that I will go for a niche market instead of a a more popular market. So I think I'll go with the gins. I might go with like a vermouth. I think I might go with like a port wine. I think I might go with like shit like that or a tequila. Like, I think, I think that I I don't think I would. Of those choices, I would, I would uh, support you most heavily with the tequila, I think. I think you, I think you will fuck with a port wine though. I do like a port wine. It's just I wouldn't drink it frequently enough, probably. I mean, you shouldn't drink. You probably shouldn't drink it frequently anyway, because it's, right. you know, I mean, it's like twenty percent. But yeah, <laughs> like the only time I drink port wine is when my great uncle comes to visit, and we'll have like one small little like shot, basically. I just want everybody to know who's listening. I was like, we have one small shot. He put up six ounces. He did the little thing uh, with his finger that. Uh, nah, okay. he was like this. We have like one little small. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, four ounces. I was like, let me hold four me ounces hold up of what I was doing next to a beer can. Dude, that's a twelve ounce can. It is half of it. I, you know, but it's like <laughs> it's not it's not the full cylindrical piece. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want you to know, four ounces size. of four ounces of eight percent wine is one standard drink. So having six ounces of twenty percent oh, yeah, wine. It's at my it's at my house. We're good. We're Italian. That's what we do. You're not wrong. See, I, I, yeah, I feel like I couldn't do anything unless it was whiskey. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to take myself seriously, but you just you can't get in the whiskey. Like, you can't get in the, the Irish whiskey game the same way. But, but, but you, I, think, I think you forgot, though, the second most popular whiskey in the world is American whiskey. So it doesn't have to be the Irish whiskey game. Yeah, it could be American, American whiskey. whiskey. But there's no African-American whiskey. I think there's a lane. Ooh, see, I, see, I think we just opened up a whole new lane. I really think there's a lane there. Like, if you really think about it, it's Irish whiskey, which people think most, I mean, I think people know most Irish people are white, even though there are black, not black Irish as in black hair, but like there are black people who are Irish. Shout but, out to Aaron Randolph. And then you go, yes. And then you go American whiskey, people just think about Kentucky. But if we did like African-American yeah. whiskey or African-Irish-American whiskey, get a nice little blend so so what would we call is there it? is there um, is there a famous brand brand that blends american and irish whiskey i don't think so because you blend scotch and whiskey you blend yeah. like whiskey but i've never seen as a blend of the american and irish whiskeys that would be me the african-american whiskey would be a blend of both of them so so, so okay so so let, let's talk branding is, is that it, a black it, car it, why yes but i prefer the term african-american express would you buzz that <laughs> So I'm thinking branding for, for your, your whiskey brand. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you just call it Reese's Christ and it's just a picture of you on the cross? That's if it's Irish whiskey. Okay. I think that's if it's Irish whiskey. I mean, we can have the VSOP. We can have, we can, we can go down a line with that, but I think. So, so is it going to be a mix of taste of both? I think it's going to be a mis- mix of taste of both. I think when you drink it, you're never going to taste a whiskey like this because Irish whiskey tastes to me a lot different than American whiskey. To me, at least. I, I, I think that's true. I prefer Irish. Can I prefer Irish it, too. Can you call it hybrid theory? And uh, I think Lincoln Park has that sewn up. So I don't know if I can well, call it hybrid say, theory. Maybe you work with Mike Shinoda and he does the commercial. I mean, he is Japanese and they have their own whiskey too. I feel like we're bringing a lot of whiskey into the talk. <laughs> <laughs> we're making the Long Island iced tea of just all the whiskeys. <laughs> just all the whiskeys. Oh, what? Like, I feel, I feel like the branding has to be something like this. Re- I feel like it should come. This is right, This it's, is my It's got to be music, right? There's got to be a music piece to this. But here, here, here's my mind right now Long box, like it's like wine or champagne. So it'll be a long like box. Like a box. Because whiskey, yeah, whiskey doesn't come in long bottles. They usually come in short, stubby bottles. So we're going to go long box, 
and we're going to go velour box. So when you touch it, it's going to be like, ooh, what the fuck is going to... You pull it out, right? The it's like $15 gonna... still. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't get there. We ain't get there. Got so, that so, Gordon's so. plastic. <laughs> no, no, we don't drink plastics. So the bottle is going. The bottle is going to be black, but it's going to be like glass black, like a rum bottle. Okay. Because it's going to be a black whiskey. Because like black like Irish, a, a gold tint thing. or like a green tint. Here we go. The cap is going to be like a cork, but it's going to be gold. Mm. So when you take it out, it's going to have a little weight to it, so it feels like you have real gold there. But it's going to be a cork as if it's wine, and you know that's usually when shit is real. But when you pour it out, though, here's where it's going to hit hard. Is not going to be the same brown as other whiskeys. We're going to get our own hue. So when people get it poured, they know what color. That's that's Cotman Selects or 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 Maurice Reserves or Reese Reserves. That's Reserves. the Reese Reserve right there. It feels like the other thing we got to mix in is some sort of maybe this is the recovery drink, an aloe water recovery drink for the next morning. I think it comes with it. You know how some, some mm. come with glasses? See, like you know that. how some come with like, like glasses? Yeah. You got a whole case and it's like the recovery you, you or think, the keep going. That's the thing. You don't pay for the drink. You pay for the experience. Here we go. Here we go. It comes with three things. It's the whiskey. On also, the if left, anyone's listening to this, you can't take our ideas. Just, just factual. Just. On, the less, on the left, it's the recovery. So it's the aloe drink. It's basically just create ourselves. G1, G2, G3. You dig? On the right... Is to keep going. It's a caffeinated drink. <laughs> Where it's just like it's like the new um. What, what did they? One of the seltzers just started doing that. No, no, it wasn't. It was a non-alcoholic seltzer started doing that. So I realized that, that was just basically a four loco. Um, <laughs> but it was wild. like it was like bubbly or something. Like one of like the new like no calorie like just carbonated water drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, like my family got like addicted to them and. That makes it sound way worse. Like they started buying more frequently, I should say. Um, not addiction. Addiction is a, a powerful word. Anyways. No judgment zone. But they came home once where it was like, oh, this one, they called it like boosted or something. And I was like, that sounds aggressive. And I literally read the box for four seconds. Like this has caffeine. I was like, okay, that's why. Uh, boosted sounds like cocaine. Uh, you're not wrong. Um, okay. So, so, so the Reese Reserves. Okay. No, Reese's reserves. Because you know how people say Reese's PCs? What the yeah. fuck is a PCs? We're going to have people speak proper. Is Reese's reserves. Reese's reserves. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, then every time you open, so, every time so you open the box. reserves the experience or is that just a piece of it? I think the reserves is the is the is the type of whiskey that is there. Reese's you know recovery. That's one. Reese's recovery. Um, I think Reese's select. See, I, I thought about Reese's select, but I, but I think the reason select should be the whole brand. You know how you have the VSOP, you have like the, the seasonal ones, you have like, I think that should be the whole, like if this is wine, it'll be the whole vineyard. So on the back, it'll be like bottled by Reese's Select. Mm. I, I don't hate it. Dude, we got a movement here, man. Oh, ooh, what about Roxborough Reserves? Or, or you, want, you want more uh, more name recognition there? It don't even have to be my name, but I'm not from Roxborough, so you know. <laughs> that's like me throwing up a, a hood I ain't from. It's like, yeah, man, South Philly till I die. It's like, huh? I didn't live in South Philly. What is this? What about the Cotman Collection? Cotman Collection strong. That could be the bottling factory. 
the Copman collection. Like, you know how it says on the back, bottled by Ivan McGovern Spirits or whatever? It yeah. could be like the Copman collection. So, what are some of the iconic streets in North? In North? Well, of course, Broad Street, Lehigh Avenue, Erie Avenue. I feel, I feel like that's the move. Because I, I feel like that'd be dope, actually, though, to be like, yes, I came from North and now I'm doing this. Airy Ave, absolute. <laughs> <laughs> also, North Philly. This Lehigh is how you know this. I like Lehigh Liquors. You know, you know how you know they that, don't that care about us. That opens it up. That opens it they up. They don't. They don't care about us because half of the streets in North Philly are named after letters. It's A Street, B Street, C Street. Like literally, it goes down the line until I think it gets to like Jet. L Street Liquors would also be cool. But I like the real LA Liquors, Lehigh Avenue. The real LA Liquors. Ooh. Get a little pun in there too because that's how like we used to throw that up like like growing up and stuff like that where it's like you know we the real la or you hit the mp See, something you know just tells me i can't or do that like something something about that just says i'm not allowed to do that i feel like i shouldn't be doing it either so you're probably right <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like i was really talking to my dad you were talking about like the halftime show i forget how it came i was like i was like do you know how to make the blood sign <laughs> I'm like trying like, to walk him through that? it. And I, the, the moment I realized it was too far, I was like, so, you know, like, you know, I'm like older and like, I have like some arthritis developing. I was like, yeah, you're right. You probably can't do that. <laughs> I was like, like, it's probably a good time. We shouldn't do that. Yeah. That, I, I remember that, that that's how, you know, you grew up like too bright. Like you like, start just claiming gangs that you never will see. Correct. Like yeah. you're at like some, you're like, like your day summer camp. Or it's like, you get on a bus, you go out to the woods, you get on a bus, you come home. Have a nice home cooked meal, and you're sitting like on the basketball court. Like, do you know how to make the blood sign? I do. I'm not bullshitting you, Ivan. I'm happy you said that. When I went to high school in Sheltonham, which is technically a suburb. Oh, is, so is so you went to Sheltonham. So is this part of? I didn't go to Sheltonham. I went to I went to um, Cardinal Darkadio. It's in Sheltonham. Okay, but is that part of your beef with a certain individual? I'm always curious to learn more. No, no. no. <laughs> Sheltonham respects me a lot more than they respect them. Ooh, okay. That's that's a, that's a fact. That's factos. Um, but so like I remember people trying to make the blood sign like math class. It'd be like fucking calc one, and they'd be like, "Can you make the blood sign?" And I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Are, like, because I, I knew like your mom, I knew what was going. I was like, I would literally be like, "What the fuck are y'all trying to do here?" Yeah. Like, why are you making the blood? Because who's gonna call you out if you fuck it up? This is the same group of people who cheer for me when I when they thought I got arrested. Like, this is the whole thing. It's a weird fucking thing, but I think suburban kids and these crazy thing was my school was not a suburban school. It was in technically Sheltonham, which is a suburb of Philadelphia, but it's across the street from Philadelphia. It's not like far. Mm-hmm. And like you're in Bucks Boulder, County. Fuck no. Yeah, it's not 35 minutes away. It's literally right across the street. So like we had the most quote unquote urban school of any Catholic school. Like we almost got I, I got into a lot of trouble. Actually, I almost tried to, I tried to fight a whole school, different podcast, but like because they, they said like that's why you go to school with all of these black kids and i was like oh they said that okay so i ran over there i went over there to try to you know what i mean see was cracking like you're gonna catch these black hands but so we were like a lot different than those other kids but we still have fox chase kids who are like northeast kids that were like nishamani kids who were like for nishamani is like 40 minutes away Mm-hmm. so like we had those kids who went to our high school so it was like a definitely a blend of kids who knew what the fuck a kid who i was real cool with i'm not gonna say his name i almost said it just now i'm not gonna say it 
he his whole family yeah, got you know i'm not gonna put in the effort to go edit that out so. his, yeah yeah no his whole family got arrested for cockfighting whole family including him he came to school the next day they came to the classes like hey such and such you can't be here like i don't know what you think you can come to school right now never saw him again and he made the philly news philly he made the philly uh inquirer, inquirer. i think yeah no it was an inquiry like it was that deep and you know where street he lived on lehigh reese street so no wonder you were cool i'm out here baby i'm out here that's that's a wild thing to get arrested dude i will i will send you the article i'm it's still online like it's insane because like i never understood how his family pulled up and like a new version of a, of an Escalade that had like tenant windows, tricked out rooms. I'm like, what the fuck did your family do? And then I was like, oh, okay. Because in the area that, because Reese Street is in, what, this, we call what, what, what year was this, 2008? No, when he got arrested? Yeah. No, sure. no, no, no. I graduated in 2008. So he got arrested 2006? in 2006, 2007. Hunting Park, like maybe? So around that area, actually, yes. 100%. Because in that area, they actually have livestock. That's the thing about Philly. Philly got everything. Yeah, you go watch chicken. Concrete Cowboy if you want to learn a new piece of Philly. Shout out to Concrete Cowboy, man. North Shout out to Idris. And we in the building, baby. Idris literally was like, I'm going to go to Baltimore to film The Wire, which is the the um, the um like a, a, a semi-southern version of Philly, and then I'm going to come to Philly and do the real thing. And then he, I'm still holding out for hope that he is a Bond. James Bond? Day, I feel he's like not going to be Bond. He's not going to be. He'd be a dope He's too Bond. old. He's too old, I think, at this point. He's younger than Daniel Craig. No? I don't think so. Black don't crack, so. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think he's older than Daniel Craig. Like, he also was just in the Suicide Squad, so it's like. Oh, no, he cracked. I don't I don't doubt he's going to do it. I don't think they're going to give it to him because I think Bond is like a 10-year commitment. Yeah, he's younger than Daniel Craig. What stage is this? Uh, Daniel Craig's 53, Idris is 49. See, no, no, no. This is what I meant by younger. Daniel Craig has been Bond for the last six or so years. Yeah, that's true. I think that Bond is like a 10-year commitment. Actually, so like I think it's me, been more than that. No, but 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 some of his stuff got pushed back, though. So, like, that's why it's hard for me to judge his reign. Um, so I'm, uh, what was the first one that came out? Casino Royale, maybe? I, think, I, I, I think haven't seen any of them, so. That, maybe that Casino Royale. But like, I want to say that was, like, 2012 that that came out. Yeah, so like to me, he was supposed to have a movie out two years ago, but COVID, when they kept pushing it. So he was approached to portray James Bond in 2005. Wow. Oh, okay. Quantum Solace, Quantum Solace came out in 08. So that's more back than I thought. Okay. So like at least 10 years. Also, you know, this is nothing to disparage Daniel Craig. He is a proud Liverpool supporter. So I have nothing but good I think he's say, a great actor too. Good things to say about him. I have seen you never seen Dragon Girl with a Dragon Tattoo? Nope. I'm gonna keep it real driving. No bullshit. Not even joking with you. That is your movie. For real? That's your movie. Not even bullshit. You girl with a dragon tattoo, the Daniel Craig version, not the not the not the fucking English version, the American version. Yeah. Why do you say that? I'm curious. You want the three the three hot facts? Yeah. <laughs> rich family who they're trying to figure out why they're rich and what happened to their family. A whole lot of mental disorders when it comes to uh, the main people with espionage blended into it. So you're like, is this person like, okay? Or are we trying to figure out what's going on with it? 
and there is no happy ending. Why, why is that my type of thing? I didn't say type of thing. I said this is your movie. I, the reason I say this is your movie because I think it's going to keep your attention. Okay. And it's it's a fucking. I've seen this movie probably eight times in my life. I see very few movies have I seen so eight times. I, I I can I can give that a watch this week. I'm gonna keep it real with you. No bullshit. If you watch it, and I think you should text me because I'll watch it at the same time. That's how good that movie is. Like I will keep watching this movie. That's how good it is. Okay, uh, I, I'm hoping. Actually, no, yeah, like because I, I do think Daniel Craig is great. Like Knives Out, absolutely love that movie. Knives Out, you, I don't like that they're making a sequel. I don't like that. Yeah, I feel weird about it because the story's done. Right, and it was like, a great story. Like, but that, you know what I, you know what I think should happen, who's and I think that, that like, I, I think the world is assuming that we're too dumb, right? So this is what I think, Ivan. Follow me. Trying now. to print money. No, 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 not even that. I think that production companies are like we could bring the entire cast back call it something do taught tell a different story and people wouldn't understand that this is the same people who did knives out so they have to make it knives out too i think that's how dumb they think we really are like if you were like hey listen that's the thing, the scene, like, they're not even bringing that many people back and like it's not like the people the other thing is like it's not like the people that are in it i think are bad or anything it's just And this is, uh, you know, I'll watch it because, like, frankly, my biggest issue, I think, with this cast that I'm looking at is, like, I don't see how you fit into Knives Out. Does that make sense? 100%. Knives like, Out. Was... Like, I look at this cast. Dana Craig. Okay. I get how you fit in. He, he was, was there already. Show. He was there already. But, like. He was a detective. Right. No, I'm saying, like, yeah, he fits in my brain. But, like, the new people in the cast, Dave Batista. Mm. Catherine Hahn, mm. Edward Norton. I love Edward Norton. Though. I'm so biased. I love Edward. No, Norton. But that's what I'm saying. Like they're all great. Edward Norton. Dave Batista is not great. Stop it. I'm, I'm saying I don't hate these people. I should say that's no. Oh, that's such a different. That's such a different art. Edward Norton is above these people, and I feel like he could probably fit in easier. Yeah. Um, but like Madeline Klein, the girl from Outer Banks. Like I don't get that one. I don't even know what Outer Banks is. Um, Kate Hudson, she's cool. Like, like there's good, there's like Leslie Odom. I'm all for anything Leslie Odom's in. Nothing but Philly. You know he's from Philly. Yeah, I do. I, I gotta stop throwing up signs. What the fuck is yeah. going on? Uh, Jada is in it. Also Philly, even though she's from Baltimore, but that's Philly. Philly by association. Ethan Hawke. Like, there's a bunch of random people. Like, it's a very random cast. That's what. That's why I think that this shouldn't be called Knives Out too. I think this shit has to be something complete. I think they should make one of my favorite genres of anything, whether it be reading, watching, listening, is mystery. I think that mystery stuff has been shit on for the last thirty years. Where we haven't had a lot of good. Like, there's only been three in my book. None of my mind is going. Three great mystery movies ever in our lifetime, and that's insane because, like, I think this new one that's coming out next month is going to be fucking crazy. Which one? But like. Shit, what's the name? Look it up while I'm talking about this because I can't remember. It's coming out next month. It looks insane. Wait, for like, which? Uh, I, I, I was looking up. Literally, Craig. if you Google mystery movie coming out, it's going to be the only one that comes out. Okay. Movie. But like the, the movie on the train, the Oriental Respect, I was so mad about it. And then Nazal came out. I was like, okay, I don't give a fuck about that anymore. Because Constantine, mystery, the House of Mystery? No. What was it? Constantine, the House of Mystery. No. I no. did just, a, it was a trailer that just came out. 
No. Um, but like this, this to me, it would feel like um, what I would want this like Knives Out 2 to be. I feel like it would be also there's already an announced Knives Out 3. Um, that actually makes it worse. I feel like it would be dope. And maybe they can't do it because he's Bond. And maybe that's also why I think it's a good idea. But I think it would be pretty dope if they just called it like Blanc. Or like just name the next one after his character. Like it can be a continuation of the story. Just don't call it two. It's a completely different cast. So that's what that's my whole point. So the movie I saw about was Death on the Nile. And it's uh, an Egyptian vacation abroad. A glamorous river streamer turns into a terrifying search for a murderer. With a picture-perfect couple, ideology honeymoon is tragically cut short. So it already came oh, out. Uh, Kenneth Branagh? Mm-hmm. I heard his new movie's phenomenal, Belfast. I got to watch that. So Gal Gadot's in it. Have you watched um, that yet, Belfast? Yeah. Letitia Wright from Black Panther. Tom Bateman. Uh, Russell Brand. Emma Mackey. Rose Leslie. Like, it's... I think this shit Solid is going to yeah, you know what I'm saying? And did, did you preview, uh, watch and or enjoy Red Notice? Did we talk about that one? I didn't watch, so I can't really speak to it. But the reason I didn't watch is because I didn't want to be disappointed. Then I went to the Fox's home, and they told me to watch it because it's really good. So I'm going to watch it after I watch the Formula One series, which I'm starting this week. Cool. So I'm about to restart that, honestly, because I was a little bored and kind of needing my fix already. I think um, I'm going to start. I think I'm, I don't know when you're playing. I think I'm going to start it on either tomorrow or Thursday. Oh, I, I already restarted. I, I was making it sound less pathetic, but I'm like two episodes back into it again. So about my PS5. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no. Welcome to the Bro- Broke Boy Express. Um, I mean, I would have no, been, no. been there sooner. I would have been there sooner if somebody shared the details of the Broke Boy Express, but I had to find my own ticket. Well, I had to do the same. Um, nah, player. <laughs> nah, man. Don't do that. Anyways, so red <laughs> get off me and let's talk about the issues. So, so, so red notice. I, I really enjoyed it. I, the one thing I'll say, it, this is mostly because it has nothing to do with the actual plot. And I feel like it was something I found very funny because I noticed. And it's something you would probably notice already. All I'll say is watch because it is it is an enjoyable good movie i i would say and everybody got like, the sequel coming out too oh is there okay you're shooting the, two and three back to back the funniest part to me was within the first 15 minutes both ryan reynolds and the rock had product placement for their respective liquors <laughs> and it was like like you you could certainly go go through and not notice if you don't know what their companies are yeah. but if you know what their companies are you're like Oh, that I mean that is like so blatantly right in front of you. I respect it. I no, I, I do too. It. I was like, y'all are here to one secure bag. Also, you're a good actor, so you're gonna make it work anyway. But like, you know, it was something where I was like, when I saw that, it was like, yep, yep, that's yeah, aviation gin and whatever the rock calls his tequila, which I haven't had either, but I'm sure they're both great and out of my price zone. Um, but yeah, you definitely need to watch. Uh, the F1 series because we are now as I look at it 25 days away from or 24 days away I should say from qualifying at the Bahrain Grand Prix 
um, to kick off the 2022 season. They are currently in preseason testing. So you definitely need to get on that and get committed to some people. Um, also, what I'll say about the F1 series, most importantly, is they actually did announce season four. I think season four, let me pull it here. So season four comes out March 11th. So actually, if you start now, you should catch up probably like just in time. Um, but I know there were some issues with one of the teams last year. So I don't, I don't really know what's going to be available because it sounded like they weren't participating. So um, that's what I would say. Get on, get on that series and let me know when you started and we can discuss as it goes. Is there any other good movies coming out though? Like I've, I've, I'm, I was itching this week. I was itching this week to get back to like a movie theater. So you want to go to a movie theater this weekend? No, probably not. I was just saying like, I don't know what movies are coming out that I want to go see. I still haven't seen Jackass forever and I need to go see that. I have not seen that either. Have you seen the other Jackass movies? I mean, I have recollection to a degree. I, I don't. They're, they're not things that I've gone back and rewatched. I can understand that because once you see a stunt, you can't unsee it. Yeah. However, I will say the Jackass movies, for what they are, live in a place of lore in my mind in existence. Yeah, they're like a, a lot of other fame. movies. They're like a cult, not even a cult classic, honestly, they're above that. For what they do, they're the best at what they do. I think, that, yeah, I think they have their own category. I really think yeah. that's a great one. Movies that you only have to watch once but are still great. That's an interesting one. Because I think that, I think, in my mind, that type of movie, like Godfather 2. It's just like, if you see it, just you're probably not going to forget it because it's so long and it's like, it's like great. Scarface. And... Like, I feel like Scarface. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rewatch Scarface, people. Scarface over the last 10 years have gotten a lot of hate. Like people would be like, Scarface was da 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 da. Scarface, like you just did that coming across as hate, huh? But was me saying that coming across as hate? No, 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 not you. I'm just saying oh, in general, okay. like in the community, people have been like, Scarface is trash, and I'm like, Scarface is trash, and it's because they be like, well, Scarface wasn't even the boss. That's the point. Like literally, he's a guy trying to make it. Yeah, and you like what's no, going I, on? I feel like Scarface is one of those ones where like I remember most stuff that happened in it, whereas like. But it also is... What age did you watch it? That's why. Uh, two years ago? That's why. It's two years. Because when you were a kid and you watched somebody get cut in half with a chainsaw, can't forget it. it that, that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I remember that. But there's a lot of that that people don't remember. They don't remember like that. Goodfellas, kind of to me, is something where like you can go easier and just go rewatch it. I disagree wholeheartedly. Really? I think Goodfather, Goodfellas is harder to understand than Scarface. So, like, even if you have to rewatch it, not because you want to rewatch it because you got it, I think you have to rewatch it because you didn't get it all. Is that what you mean? That could be what you mean. Maybe, I maybe. I, I don't, I don't know what what it is, but because um, I watched Tenet three times and Tenet is three hours long. That one I didn't get till I watched it the second time. <laughs> I watched it three times in two weeks. And, and, <laughs> I was and, all and I was like, I should did I watch it. Because I, I watched it once with my family. And I can't remember if it was the second or third time I watched it. And everything finally clicked. No, no, that was the second time. It was the second time. I only watched it two times. 
but I watched it the first time at your suggestion. I was like, this is dope. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's go one at a time. First time, what did you say? What the fuck is going on? First time I watched it, I was like, I like this movie, but I don't know why. Yeah. That was the no, first no, time no, I was no, like, no, I don't no, know why. It's like, there's something. I, I really like it. The acting straight. I don't understand what is happening. Second time? It was like the concept, without giving too much spoilers, it was like the, I get it, this is a spoiler, but it was like the concept of the movie itself where you knew where it was going to end. Mm-hmm. Everything along the way made more sense. Second time I watched it, I understood why I liked it. And it was because it was such a mental hurdle that you have to jump through in order to accept what it was. Yeah. And once you did that, you felt a lot of fun with the movie. So when I watched it for the second time, I think I understood 40 to 45% of it. But then when I watched it the third time, I'm going to take this one and I'm going to throw it to you because you didn't watch it three times. The third time I watched it, I was like, I fully understand everything. But like, it was one of those things where I had to watch it the second time and then look up a bunch of videos at the same time and be like, why the fuck can I hear this movie? Like, what's going on here? What's going on at this point? Was it? And I was like, okay. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, I see everything completely clearly. Yeah, it's certainly it possible like, I accepted it too easily. I don't think that, I, but but those kind of movies, I don't think that there is a such thing as too easy if you choose to watch it more than once because there's such a mind fuck that like if you accept it, you accept it hardcore. It's just like, oh no, this movie is it. Well, and sometimes yeah, you can't but that's the thing it. is like maybe I think that I grasped it more the second time that I did. That's certainly possible. But I look at these type of movies like I look at love. Like how can you explain love? It just is to a certain extent. And these kind of movies are that like they, they're such a mind like. Because there, there's a line in the movie, spoiler alert, when it was just like, he's like, that doesn't make sense. And he's like, and then she says to him, like, you have to get rid of what you think is sense and what's not. Like, he's like, it was yeah. just like, okay, like, we're going to do that. Then, like, yeah. this is what this is. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Did, did that get nominated for anything? They got nominated for, like, special effects, for score for uh i think design but i don't think he got nominated for like director or acting or anything like that that's the question for you too what's like one of the best movies you've ever seen that didn't get nominated for major awards because i got i got one for me but i know why i wasn't nominated because they don't nominate this type of film for much was it a superhero film no it was it was a real I'm not as much of a cinephile though. So I don't know that I have any that like saying like I don't know the what got nominated, what didn't get nominated as well. I'm gonna tell you right now, Space Jam didn't get nominated for anything. Yeah, yeah for I wasn't worried about that one. The original Space Jam we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That one I also didn't think would, would have been nominated. Oh, actually, visual effects at that time. Yeah, it was 1995. Yeah. Is that your one? No. Okay. Green room. Ivan, I'm gonna tell you right now. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Because I'll try to get you to watch it with me when we live together (laughs) multiple times. I don't think it ever happened. What's the score? I don't even know the score. What's the scores for Green Room? Huh? What's What's the scores for Green Room? Uh 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, it looks like. I don't know if that's audience or critic or audience. Audience. 
The green room is so good. Actually, this is one of those weird ones. Like 90% critics, 75% audience. Green room. Yeah, that's weird. Green room. Ivan, look, look, no, look at me. I'm the captain. Now. Look Actually, at no, me. I take it back. You'd be surprised not getting nominated for all the awards was the biggest upset, I think, of the last decade. Not getting nominated for all. What are you talking about? I mean, it was the best piece of art that I've ever seen. Oh, you talking about like a film? Yeah, just, you know, comedy. Brendan uh, Schaub stand up. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. You'd be surprised. The fact that you'd be surprised and not get nominated. Would it be crazy. fair if we would it be fair if we were on a game show together? Because they'd be like they're cheating. I'm like, I promise you, we're just connected. We're going, we're going in for this. Let's go. Like yeah. that's not even fair. Like I just looked at you like so we're in a shop. Like soon as yeah. you said, I was like, you so much shopping. Of course, American I was. hero. That all right. Another, another question. Who's a popular figure that you do not believe is as popular as they seem? Besides Brandon Shop. Sorry, Brendan Shaw. Cutting um, Brandon. Well, who's not as popular as they seem? Because I don't know if you remember back when I had social media two years ago, they did an audit of social media and they started taking away people's fake followers and people mm. lost so much traction. I was like, oh shit. You Michael Rappaport. That is a great one. I like Michael Rappaport. I don't understand I, how I don't he still has a career like when he's never done anything that was like, besides Remy, higher learning is amazing. Besides that, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I think I think Michael Rappaport. Um, this is gonna hurt. You know, you know who another one I think. Who? on it. Think? Yeah. I, how I many really followers does he have? I don't know. So I feel like he's bigger. She's the thing. But he, I feel like his follower, whatever it is, is too big. Five hundred eighty thousand on Instagram for a person who never won a title. That's a lot. That doesn't seem that crazy to me. Like, but if you look at the other media personalities who are former fighters. They don't have that many, a lot of them. This guy, let's see. So he's got more than Rashad Evans comfortably. And I think Rashad Evans is fantastic, honestly. I do too. Especially uh, since he started smoking weed. To find started. Is this like a new thing? Damn, he's really growing his hair out. Yeah, with the locks? Yeah, he's yeah. out here. That's a look. He said it. Like, I, I almost don't recognize him. Oh, you know, he looks like a completely different. He's smiling now. I've never seen Rashad Evans smile when he's fighting. Except for when he knocked somebody out. Then he started smiling. That's when everyone just starts smiling. Mm. I still haven't seen Ben Lacey. Who else would be in that class of, like, Chael Sonnen? Like, Chuck Liddell, Chael Sonnen. Chuck um, had more mainstream appeal, I think. There's no I agree. This is... I was like, ah, Tito Ortiz. I searched Tito Ortiz. It's just some random other person that's verified with 2,000 wow. followers. Dominic Cruz. Is it at Daniel Cormier? So Cruz. I think Cruz is an interesting one. Cruz has over a mil. Okay. DC, I think. Because the other thing is, like, I expect Chael to have less than some of these people. Like, DC has three. Three like, mil? Yeah. 
Wow. He's also like way more in this generation where MMA became so much more popular. And he's also backed by ESPN. Right. It's like... Um, right, because to me, if Chael Sonnen was as popular as it seems he is... Like he Helwani has twice as many followers on Instagram uh, as but, Chael. But I feel like Chael Sonnen shouldn't be doing ads for Ridge Wallet. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's just weird. It's just like, if you are as popular as it seems you are, why are you doing like these miscellaneous ads for upstart companies? You know what I mean? Yeah, what, what is this thing now? Probably like 200 or something. 1.8. Yeah, 1.8. Okay, so I need to read this because Chael might be right and everybody else might be wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah what, what's it, what's it, honestly, of all of these, I'm like, Chael's who does easy. below the belt? But not below the belt. Who does uh with Big Mike McCarthy? Who's the who's the fighter? Uh, he used to be in UFC. He's in Bellator now. Who's um? It's called uh something weight. Like. Weight cut, I think it is the weight cut podcast with Mike McCarthy and I mean Big John McCarthy and oh that that's why I wasn't working. So that was I went with the Mike thing and now I realize that that's Josh Thompson. Yeah. How many does he have? He he better have less than Chael. If that's he has I'm more doing. than Chael. Thumbs up. Ninety seven thousand. Okay. All right. It's all that easy. feels that feels correct. A hundred percent. Because I've never, I never think about Josh Thompson. A hundred percent. So, okay. There's so, like Josh Koscheck have. <laughs> 38,000. He's not verified. <laughs> 20, Yo, you 28,000. <laughs> You're an asshole. You didn't have to say, you didn't say if anybody else was verified. You didn't have to say any of that. Well, you just told me how much he has. The rest of them were verified. He was 30, you, but you didn't have, but you didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah, you a jerk, yeah. 28.3. Hey man, we'll get that. We'll I had 30, I had 30, I had 38, so I'm 10,000 less. Um, who, who else are some people that we want to like humiliate? What's like humiliate? <laughs> yo, you would yo get your life together, Ivan. Okay, right, so this, fine, is, Jesus. This, this is not about um humiliation, but I was like, what does like an Edson Barbosa have? Mm, who's a savage, but maybe not have the fanfare, right. Yeah. So he's at like just shy of like 370. So that's a guy that kind of bridges the gap of generations to me too. Where I was like, people cared about you when Chael was still active. Mm-hmm. You also never won a title, but also you've kind of bridged into this. So I, I feel like that Chael number is kind of accurate. I think I have to rethink my thought. I think Chael's is accurate and I'm questioning everybody else's honestly. DC over, a, or, uh, Dominic Cruz over a million feels high. Yeah, 1.8 for Bisbing also goes high. I just want to I just want to feel good about our guy here for a second. You want Nate? No, we can go to him too. Um are you, is he shadow banned? What the fuck is this goddamn Instagram? Uh it's just Black Beast UFC, right? I also think shadow banning should be a name of a clan for anime. Oh, the Beast UFC, that's what it is. Yeah, there's no way Bisping has 
And I love Mike Bisping. But there's no way he's that close to Derek Lewis. How does how many does Derek Lewis have? You want to take a guess? I'm gonna say and then you 2. can guess me after 2.1. 2.2. Ooh, I was right there. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't be that high. No way to be. I love the count. The count is dope. Yeah. That high right, is so, so give me a guess on Nick and Nate. And we'll, and we'll wrap it. Which one are we going with first? Which one are we going with first? Your choice. I'm gonna go Nick. Okay. I'm gonna say Nick has 3.8. Okay. And what about Nate? No, no, no. Tell me, tell me. I think Nate has more than Nick, so I need to judge it by this. No, no, I want, I want both your answers. Oh, no, you would I want to <laughs> see which one you feel is closer than the other. All right. Nick has 3.8. I think Nate has. I'm going to go 10.6. Which one do you think is further away? Which one do you think is closer? I think Nate obviously is spot on. And I think Nate, Nick is, is further away. So you overshot both. Um, Nate is at 5.4. Okay. So you're up by what, like five mil or so? But a, little half. a little half. A little half. Some he, light. And then Nick, you actually were off by about half as well. Um, no, no, what would you say, 3.8, something like that? Yeah, something like that. He has um, 1.7. And they're not even selling shit. What are they doing? They're just loving life. But also, you know that those... Like, Here's the thing. Ain't no way Michael Bisping has more followers than Nick Diaz. He can't. Even though he's in the media, There's, I, I just... I can't believe it. Yeah, he's a purchase. 100%. Like, not even joking. Like, I firmly believe, like, this is some bullshit. Let's see. What celebrities... Have the most fake followers. I could probably tell you is Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, Billie Eilish. Like it's yeah, weird. Kylie Jenner. Uh, okay, top ten Instagram followers with the most fake followers. It's just gonna be all of the top ones, right? This is what we're we're thinking. Instagram profiles with at least twenty million followers that have the highest and lower num- lowest number of. Suspicious followers, which I have no idea how that gets. Yeah, you. why didn't you take them away if they're suspicious? I don't know. So it's Kylie Jenner, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, Bieber, The Rock, Selena Gomez, Nicki Minaj. We're gonna skip over number nine and then Beyonce because number nine, is number nine, is it Nate? No, it's a, it's a it's a football player that we both love. It's not Marshawn. No, no, true football. Oh, football. Yeah. You didn't do that, man. You didn't hit me. Ronaldinho? No, no. More recent Barca boy. Yes, he, which, yeah. What? Which, which you, you know why that really hurts? It's probably Chris, true. <laughs> no, no. What really hurts is because Cristiano has the most followers of anyone on Instagram. And I was like, he has to be on this list. And he's not. So the real question that I have to ask is when we're we gonna play some. But you know, I, I don't know what the criteria was. So I don't. I don't buy it. When are we gonna play some communal games on PS Five, man? I'm ready. What, what I, mean, you I, only have, I only have two PS Five games because you know, broke boy. What you got? Spider Man and Two K. Okay, so I have I have Spider Man. Did you get the just the Miles version or did you get the one that comes with both? 
I only wanted the Miles one. I didn't want them both. So I haven't played the Miles one yet. So, but is, is there but like, there's no cross this week, though, right? This week, I'm probably going to buy FIFA. I'm probably going to buy any. I, I'm probably going to buy a few. There's three games that I have to like save that I look at the price that's slashed until the third. So I'm like, I can wait for these. So FIFA is one of them, Star Wars, another one. And then like, there's like 10 other ones. But like, okay, well, start, start watching the F1 series and then you can get that game too. I'm not big on like I'm not big on realistic racing games. I like racing games that are like street racing games. I, I can get that. It, because I grew up, so I grew up with the wheel and the pedal for like Dreamcast and so PlayStation. Like I was deep in like that, that's that's the thing I'm wondering. Like, do I want to make that investment? Like, I'm do I feel right like now. I'm like into it enough? Look at that me. I can do it. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Yes, yeah. you want to do that? Like when I tell you, like we, my brother who doesn't play video games, when we got that shit, I bought it because I was like, yo, if I get it, would you play? It's like, yeah, we played that shit until the wheels fell off. Like that yeah. shit was like you would hit the gears and shit. It's crazy. Do it. I, I was thinking about getting after the F1 game. But, yeah, like, like I said before, um, they announced when Season 4 is dropping, if you want to, like, try and get your viewing up before then. Oh, no, I'm literally starting it, like, tomorrow or Thursday. All right, dope. Because I think it's, what did I said, it should be 30 episodes total mm-hmm. um, so far, and then Season 4 drops on the 11th, and the first race of the season is... Qualifying is March 19th. Race. Oh, mm-hmm. let's just, we're just going to add to that week even more now. Oh, um, it's going to be a crazy week. Yeah. The Bahrain Grand Prix, March 20th. I'm going to try to get a, a nice little run in with Jamal Crawford out there. You know what I'm saying? Get a nice little pro am run. Are you going to be in Seattle or out in Poland? It's only three hours away. I get an extra day. So, like, they paid for me to stay an extra I feel day. Like so when I, can I looked, explore. it was so not three hours away. It is three hours. It's three and a half hours away from Seattle. So like they um they they're pay, they're let, they're paying for me to stay an extra day to explore. Okay, All right. they want you. So bro. like so I get in so like I get in at midnight their time if everything goes well, which it probably won't. So I but I have to be up by like seven a.m. to be there by like nine a.m. and it's from nine a.m. to eight p.m. and then from like eight p.m. until like Saturday. So like this is all Thursday until so Saturday morning. I have off. So you know me, I'm like fuck it. Let's go see what's going on in the streets. But I would need to see if they're going to pay for me to have a car if I got to get my own rental car. Mm. Because I don't know where the hotel is as opposed to the campus, all that kind of shit. So, like, if it's in walking distance of the campus, I get it. But if it's, I doubt it is. So it's going to yeah. be like, okay. I, but so, something about Drexel, looking at where that place is on a map, nothing's walking distance. But but Drexel has a, a literally a hotel on campus. St. Joe's has a hotel basically on campus. So, like, you never really know. They, they might have like a, a Motel Six on the block or something. We're not doing that. But <laughs> if they put me in a Motel Six, it's a hard knock. But uh, but on the flip side of it all, the thing that's cool about it is like it's a veterinary school. So like I'm not ordering first. I want to see if they eat meat. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. yeah I know. You're figuring out. I'm going yeah. to play the onion rings. We're going to see how this is going to go. <laughs> that, that I'm excited to hear how that goes. And Dude, I would also love to, have to some... hear how you feel about about the show because, like, it, it's also interesting. So, like, now that I've so my my F one journey so far was watching the show, mm-hmm. getting committed, trying to keep up with people that move teams from season to season or like any of that stuff. And then since I finished that a couple weeks ago, I've watched every race from last year, mm-hmm. and by the end of that, I was like, okay, this is. These are the people I like. These are the people that I'm not as 
fond of and now going back and re-watching where like some of the people that i've now really like i was like yeah that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when they said that this first time but like yeah. i fuck with them so like, <laughs> like i fuck with them so fuck it yeah so like, all right, roll it it's like oh, they, they were on a team they didn't like it's all good where's the line where you would just say fuck it for people you like like where's like where's the line where it's like i can't co-sign that um, is it child molestation is it before that what are we doing that's certainly above whatever threshold i would have oh it's above it what's before child molestation i didn't know i don't want to compare traumas uh i do so before child molestation, where's I, I, the line I, for ivan mcgovern to be like we're good is it like it might be like right when I hit stop recording here. <laughs> <laughs> is it like assaulting old people? Like, what are we doing? Nah, Marky Mark's still cool. Um, he assaulted black people. Different. No, Vietnamese. Let's get it right. And and black people. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. They were Vietnamese. Yeah. And black. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it was the Vietnamese guy that he blinded. So, you know, I'm pretty sure the Vietnamese person called the cops. So I feel like the black person be like, this motherfucker coming back. No, because I think it was a whole thing about like Asian people and their eyes. Like, I feel like that was part of the racial connotation behind the attack. I've read that he yelled out slurs for both of them. I've read he yelled. Oh, out I know he did words. that. Yeah. I mean, so like to me, but the, but, but the but the laws in that in your state, obviously, is like if you have like if you express it, then you did it. If I'm not mistaken, so it's like the fact that he yelled out those words, it didn't even matter who he hit at that point in time. I, I, like, I, I feel like people kind of forget, not, not that people forget like some of the stuff he did, but it's like I don't people, think people know. No, no, I don't think people yeah. know. Th- there's like, that. I think it's weird, but it's also like if you knew where he was from, like not it makes sense. So not an excuse of what he did, but it's like oh, he's from Dorchester. Like oh, he's from the hood. It's because his brother was a pop singer. That's what it was. Yeah. It was just like, yo, how could you do it? It's like, but you, you know what's funny about that? Most boy band boys came from the hood. Yeah. Like back then, but even like the I white feel, kids, they all like came the, from the I hood. The connotation around him now, maybe it's because he's done a great job selling the, the religion stuff at this point, um, is like, oh, Marky Mark, like, he's always been a good guy. Like The fact you still call him Marky Mark, I'm happy about because I do too in my mind. I'm like, yo, yeah. Mark, you know, you know he doesn't even put his songs in movies anymore and he still considers himself the great greatest rapper, actor ever. And I'm like, dog. Because he only has one album, right? So like, all right, here we are. We, he mean, has good one album. still slaps. Oh, slaps. He has one album, but like 60 films. Eminem has 60 albums, but one film. So who wins? I haven't got an award for his movie. He got an Oscar for his movie. Marky Mark don't got that. Right. He didn't have a Grammy. Or an Oscar. He might have a Grammy. I don't know. Let's see. I hope he don't have a Grammy. If Marky Mark has a Grammy, I'm never making music again. Well, that, I mean, that's not the worst white rapper to win a Grammy, though. It's up there. What would you put him over the Macklemore upset? I think Macklemore. Taking into account the year, maybe. So here we go. Hot take. Ooh, okay. I think the heist is better than Good Kid, Mad City. I thought that at the time. I think Good Kid, Mad City is a better piece of art. I think sonically, the heist is Mark a better Auburn album. Has never won a major award. Yeah, good. That's my guy, but I'm happy about that. But he's another one of those people that's like he has. It's not that sneaky, but it's like he has a lot of movies that you just want to watch. 
You know what it it's is? It's not to say like they're, they're like cinematic masterpieces, but it's like but, he's got a lot of movies that are like, yeah, I'm down to watch the other guys today. To me, it's because he has, I think he is the actor who has the most movies in our lexicon where like you can see yourself being his character in almost every movie. Almost every movie. I can't I, see I myself being the original gangster for Denzel. I can't see myself being Lorenzo for for training day. I can't I can't see that. Like that's in my mind, but I can see myself being the other guy. Make I can see work. myself, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I can see myself being a pawn in a lot of these. Like I can see it. I can see myself having an imaginary best friend. Let's say best friend is Bear. Yeah, like I can see that. I don't know if that says about me, but here we are. <laughs> okay. So one of the only awards he's ever won was best on-screen duo, which he won for Ted that he shared with Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Is Mark Wahlberg the most underappreciated ooh, actor ooh, of our he generation? Won, he won best actor um, for the fighter at the African-American Film Critics Association Awards. I'm going to bypass that for which a quick So second. many things feel wrong about that. I do want to come back to it, but I'm going to bypass it for a second. Is Mark Wahlberg, I'm, I'm being honest, I'm being real about this. Is Mark Wahlberg the most underappreciated actor of our generation? Because we all love him, but he's never actually accomplished anything. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, he has so many movies that you want to watch. No, no, that's what I'm asking. Like, in your opinion, I, I think he's right up there. Like, I, I, I would you say. You know who I think he's next to? You know who I think he's next to? Will Ferrell? Ryan Gosling. That's another good one. Because girls love Ryan Gosling, but like Ryan Gosling been in some dope ass shit. Like he's yeah, been in so like much. I mean, he was a liability at cornerback, not to circle. Oh yeah, for sure. Every white cornerback is, but like, but like he's been in so many dope okay, things. Eric like oh, he's a safe driven, all that kind of shit. But he doesn't get the respect he deserves as an actor because he's so good looking. I think Brad Pitt is another one. Whereas just like people like Brad Pitt is handsome, and it's just like Brad Pitt's a fucking great. I think Brad Pitt is one of the best actors ever. Like I really yeah, I believe think Will Ferrell's one. I think Will Ferrell is one of the best actors who also is a comedic actor. I think that's different. Okay. Because I think a lot of comedic actors aren't good actors, but I think he's a great actor who happens to be a comedic actor. Because, like, I, I don't know. It's like he has a, no, a Tony nomination. Um, like, I don't know. Like, he's, he's another one where it's like, I don't know that there's been a movie that, like, I've disliked. And it's like, I feel like he's got a he's got he's done every genre a little bit, especially. I mean, obviously, it's all kind of comedy, but like he has like he's done holiday movie, he's done something that has a little more action to it, like the other guys. Mm-hmm. He's done. Does he have a drama? Movie. Anchorman. Anchorman's not a drama. Stop it. Um, he's played baseball. Not a drama. I mean, the sports a drama, but he's not a drama. Daddy's home. Uh, Hilarious, but once again, not a drama. Zoolander, very dream. Um, one and two. Yep, one and two. Um, Steve Carell to me is is what, what I I, th- I think that's who you think Will Ferrell is. No, I I I, I definitely would concede like Will Ferrell's not a dramatic actor, so I think the versatility Wait, there, should, yeah, for sure. Like Steve Carell takes that to a different level. I agree. He's another. I love actor. Will Ferrell. I think, I think never... that's actually a great great pick because ah. Steve Carell is just like, oh, that's Michael Scott. It's like, no, he's been... Dude, Foxcatcher, all that kind of shit, man. 40-year-old version. He's big he short. literally... Big short, yeah. You know what's funny about Will Ferrell, though? I think Will Fer- This is going to sound so fucking sad. I think the reason why Will Ferrell doesn't get the respect you think he deserves 
is because he is so present. Like Will Ferrell is at like major events. Will Ferrell is like doing amazing interviews. Like he's not I'd a love to see enough. him do. I'd love to see him, and I don't know that he would or wants to, but I'd love to see him in a role. Obviously, he couldn't fit. I don't think perfectly in this role, but Kevin Hart's role in the upset. Like, because I, I I think there's more to Will Ferrell than what we've seen. Which is crazy to say for such a long career, but I see. But but I think Will Farrow took the lane that Jim Carrey refused to take. Where like I'm always going to be silly. Jim Carrey has a lot of drama roles. Like he has a good amount of drama roles where it's just like I'm not funny at all in this. Or if I'm funny, I'm funny because you feel bad for me. Where I think Will Farrow felt like, and I don't know to do, but I feel like he was like he was. I'm going to take okay to just do it. I'm going to take the lane of less resistance, but I'm going to do it great. Like, I think Will Ferrell is great at what he does. He just never showed that range. Like, a Jim, I think Jim Carrey, there's three people in this world that I don't know if there's anybody more talented than this living. Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, and this one was a little bit controversial because, you know, hasn't been really in the greatest of things recently, but Will Smith. I really feel like those three people you can't tell me they can they can make music they can do comedy stand up if they wanted to two of them have and the other one could he thought about doing it they can make movies they can make tv shows they could they could also have real conversation with you they can make you cry like you said they can also do shit that like makes you wonder what are you doing with your life when it comes to the social causes they stand up for i also think like the comedy that they can provide is versatile in and of itself like they can do physical comedy and Mm -hmm. like just stand there and be funny Mm -hmm. it's a different level like i I feel like justin timberlake gets put in that list usually too i think justin timberlake was in that list until he stopped acting like, it's weird that he just stopped. Like, he was in the, the social network. He, like, was going towards that place, and then I feel like he just stopped. Yeah, no, it was an interesting choice. I feel like there's a couple others, and I'm clearly the fact that I'm not thinking of them might not support that. But, like, it feels like there's other people where it's, like, out of nowhere, they're like, oh, they've been on Broadway, like, crushing it for six months. That's a real one. Like, Denzel does that randomly. Right. Or like, I mean, yeah, recently enough, Andrew Garfield is a good example. Yeah, that's a great call, dude. That's a great call. Also, was the best part of all of the last Spider-Man, but never here nor there. I know we've discussed that. Yeah, who's, I, who's I, your who's your favorite actor? And I consider any actor, male, female, non-binary, trans. To me, they're all actors because there's no mm-hmm. like real I agree. gender and acting. Who's your favorite actor? That when something's on, you're gonna watch it no matter what you're doing. Favorite, not necessarily best, but your favorite. Mm. I'm, trying, I'm trying to also think of like what movies that are on where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Um Denzel's definitely up there. Denzel's there for me, Tom Hanks is there for me. Yeah, like like the greats that we've talked about are up there. Like I do think Marky Mark sometimes is another one of those, just because the movies are sometimes easier to watch. Mm-hmm. That I get drawn into them. Um, hmm. 
like Sandler sometimes for the same reason. Sandler isn't there for me because I think he made a lot of bullshit because he wanted his friends to get paid. Like, I'm not watching yeah. Grown Ups 3. Yeah. No, I, again, I, I guess part of it depends, like, what's on that is going to catch my eye. You know, low-key, one who I would put on that level? David Spade, randomly. David Spade has movies that, like, I don't ever have to think. I could just sit down and just listen to it and just do other shit and laugh. Yeah. I yeah, think I Eddie Murphy's on that list for me. Eddie Murphy's a good one. I think The Rock's on that list. I he came to mind. Like even like a Ryan Reynolds, like unless it's like Green Lantern, like usually his stuff is pretty enjoyable. Did you say minus Green Lantern? Yeah. Then he's off the list. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I think Kevin Hart's on that list. I he was another one that came to mind. Dude, I just don't know. Ice if, Cube. like, Cube's a good one. Cube's a good one, man. We didn't name any women, though. That's what I'm thinking. That, that's what I was starting to move towards. It's like, if, is there's anyone that, like... I got one. She's never the star. But anything Gina Carano is in, even though I don't agree with her political opinions, she's that's in some bad. bangers. She bangers. Um, I think of, like, Julia Roberts, but really only just the Oceans movies. Who's the one from Friends? Aniston. Jennifer Aniston does some fucking dope Jennifer Aniston's in some awesome ones. Dude, Angelina I'm, Jolie is a, is a sneaky one. Angelina Jolie, great call by you. Yeah. Great call. Jen, Angelina like, Jolie. Give me that Mr. Think, Mrs. Smith song. Dude, I think you're not going to like this. I think Angelina Jolie, when it comes to her media career, is Ted Williams with the batting average. Oof. And it's not because of her all the time, but like she's in shit. We're just like this like is her, good. her in the Billy Bob phase, all of that, man. Like this shit is good. The only movie I can think of that was like a movie that I would never watch is Tomb Raider. Yeah, Everything else was like, it. and I might still watch Tomb Raider because did you see her in Tomb Raider? Like you know uh, what I'm saying? I, like I was gonna throw like a, a Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. When when what? What's the last movie Jessica Alba been in? Um. And I'm not even joking. Like, I just don't see her anymore. I feel like I saw something in the, like, the last couple of years. But she's done so much more with, like, from a business standpoint the last couple of years, I feel like. Last movie I think I saw with Jessica Alba was Honey. That was, what, 01? Uh, you've watched Fantastic Four. I've seen that, yes. Awesome, but not good. Um, what was the last thing she was in? I just want to find, like, her IMDb. Last thing she was in. Okay, so she has Jessica a movie Abel, coming out. I think Jessica Alba was the last line of actors. Remember, I'm using as Universal, mm-hmm. who, even if you were a great actor or a poor actor, we cared because the way you look. Because I think they propped her up as like, look at this good-looking girl who you don't know what race she is. Mm. So it looks like she's been in some stuff. She did some TV. Did looks like the last big one was Mechanic Resurrection. What the fuck is that? I've never heard of that. Um, or El Camino Christmas. What the fuck is that, dude? Uh, that's fun. Are you cursing at me? <laughs> she was in the Entourage movie. There you go. 
Listen, man. She, she, was, I think she, was the, she was the first celebrity cameo in Entourage in the show. Listen, listen. Yesterday, Kaniva tried to pull a knife on me because I told her Jessica Alba is my wife to be. This rock star shit is the life for me. And all the other guys despise me because these other shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the last time Jessica Alba was my look. Still beautiful. I feel like um, ooh, Blake Lively is actually an interesting one. I throw Blake so, Lively in that mix, but I don't know that she has the, the list, though. Charlize Theron? That's not a bad one. Who like, I was thinking, like, the- if I see, like, a simple, fa- a simple favor on or um, what are the other ones I can think? Like, the town. Like, I, that's why I have to also give her that extra love. Wait, who did you say? Blake Lively. Like, she also had- Wait, that's Blake Lively in the town? Yeah. Oh, no, no. She's the addict in the town, right? Yeah. No, nah, I'm not giving her that. Actually, Matt Damon will be another one for, for going. Margot Robbie. That's a great one. What, what's like, what's like a really niche one? Like, niche one? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, such a, uh, like a Sebastian from, Stan throw? Sub- Shorty from Wakanda. Which, Lupita. Oh, Lupita Nyong'o? That's a good one. Lupita has fucking... She only has like a handful of movies, but they slap. That's a good one. Yeah, like I was gonna throw out like again, Sebastian Stan. Like, what is he in besides like the Tommy shit and the, and the Marvel shit? What else is he in? Uh, I Tanya. He's in I Tanya. He's Jeff Gould, whatever his name is. Yeah, you saying you saying as if I chose to watch I Tanya? I didn't choose to watch. Well, shout out to Margot Robbie, but I didn't. Choose he was to watch in the Martian. Once again, I'm over space movies because we never went to the moon. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was in he was in black swan he okay. was in hot tub time machine he wasn't wait wait, wait. Who was he, he definitely, hot tub he time definitely wasn't any important people in any of these yeah, movies. classic like, <laughs> movie hot top time look at me i'm like uh oscar winning movies hot top time machine though oh no that, that, he was blaine a motherfucking day woo <laughs> see i've never seen it so there's no right, reason no, to, never mind Oh, but it's on TBS.com. I'll have to I'll give it a watch. Don't watch it on TBS. Watch it somewhere else where it's not edited. Oh, maybe Paramount Plus has it, I think. There you go. I got five award nominations. What awards? What about Kaylee Kuka? For movies? Just no, I didn't say I said in general. Like oh, just in general. Okay. So I said that's not a point for Blake Lively. Like, I've never watched Gossip Girl, so I don't know that I could speak to it, but I know that would be the case for a lot of people. But like Kaylee Kuko was in uh, Big, Big Bang. Bang. Like she's yep. the main. She's the and main then person. She has she that also in. Uh, wasn't she in My Wife and Kids? Uh, I don't think so. She was I in that was show in Eight Simple Rules. I know it was like her teenage. Eight Simple thing. Rules. She's in a flight attendant on HBO Max. But that's not gonna be on TV. So does that hurt? She's the yeah. She's the voice. Yeah, she's she's in that. She's the main person in flight attendant. No, I know, but I'm saying, does it hurt if it's not like is the conversation we came across it on TV or you coming across it on any platform? But it is on TV. HBO Max is TV. Sad to think of that as a streaming service. And it won a bunch of awards. Yeah, it did very well. I have. And she's the voice. She's the voice of Harley Quinn in the animated series. I did know that. She's in Seven Heaven. That was that was a classic show. Um, shout out to Seven Heaven, man. You're right. She was in Charm too. She got a little, nice little roster. She got, she got a nice little roster. I don't hate it. 
I mean, she was also in Alvin and Chipmunks, but who's counting that? Um, who's like a really niche one? She was in a movie with Denzel, Virtuosity, which I've never seen. I feel like so I've seen every... one of the dudes that painted my uh, our family home was in a movie with Denzel. Same, same lot. There, there has I, to be. I, yeah, I'm at two degrees of separation to Denzel. Just saying. Uh, he had cute. a conversation with Denzel in the movie. I wonder if Denzel remembers it. They they breakfast together. You know, apparently he was very nice. Oh is, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When Denzel just pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just pulled up next to Denzel. Didn't realize it. Just sat down with Eaton and looked up. And like, oh, yeah. uh, I thought it was the other way around with Denzel pulled I, up and he's like, oh. Maybe, but I, I want to say the story was he just went to like the one open spot, which mm. makes sense that the one open spot was like no one had the balls to sit next to Denzel, and he just sat there and like five minutes into it and realized who he was sitting next to. But yeah, no, that was the equalizer that he was in. So where where would you put Ben Affleck? He was an interesting one like, that came up. I think Matt Damon actually might be like close to my number one. No, I think Matt Damon is. Way higher than Ben Affleck. No, I no, I no, no, I do too. I'm I'm going back to like the total list of Hanks, Denzel. Like I think Matt uh, Damon might be right up near the top of that list. I don't think he's up there. And the only reason I say the only reason I say that, I love Matt Damon. The reason why I say he's not up there is because very rarely have I felt like Matt Damon carried a movie. I feel like he's been in amazing movies, Ooh, but I've never he, been like one. this movie Robin would have been bad without Matt Damon. Robin Williams. Yes. Yes, I didn't mean to yell. Yes, put put Robin Williams on that fucking list, man. That's a great. That's a fucking amazing pull. Yeah, because he he's got the Rolodex. He's got the like. You don't even need to think about this movie stuff, but you still enjoy it. Like even like Flubber. And then Dude, he can no make- no no. Honestly, man, don't don't even do that. He, I might be biased because he killed himself. I might be biased. I feel like. And you know my quote about Robin Williams, but I feel like Robin Williams was on the same level of a Eddie Murphy when it comes to talent. Like he could be sad, he could be funny, he could be in between. But, but that's what I say. Like he can hit you with Flubber, he can hit you with Dead Poet Society, Goodwill Hunting. Like, but I don't think Eddie ever did that though. No. But like Eddie, I don't know that I've ever seen it. anything where, and, and this is not a slight to him, but like I don't know that I've ever watched an Eddie piece and been like, I feel truly emotionally touched the same way. And that's why I think Robin Williams is different. Like I think that when I say he's like Eddie, I mean he could do everything. Eddie could do everything. Yeah. Robin Williams was before Eddie, so obviously he could do everything. And I think Robin Williams, to me. I mean, this is a Maurice Cotman opinion, not an Ivor McGovern opinion. I think Robin Williams is the closest thing to Tom Hanks when it comes to who could do everything and you didn't realize they were doing it until it was too late. Like, I didn't realize Tom Hanks was sad on screen until I was like, why the fuck am I sad? I'm like, oh, oh God. Hmm. I, that's a good take. No, I was just looking at Damon's Rolodex, though. Like, I more look, I think he is right up there. Who? Damon. Okay. You got Google Hunting, Born, mm-hmm. um, Departed. Depends how much credit you're giving people, but like you could argue Thor Ragnarok's on that list. He's in that movie. He wasn't mm-hmm. a, a pivotal point, like you said. Like mm-hmm. it's not like he carried that. Oceans. 
You got all three of those. Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, talented Mr. Ripley. Who we talking about again? Tell the people. Matt Damon. I didn't argue Matt Damon. I was talking about Ben Affleck. Oh, no. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you said that. Like, I, I'm arguing I think Matt Damon is closer to that Hanks level than we think. I just don't think Matt Damon has ever been on the funny side that way. Thor Ragnarok was the funniest I think I've ever seen him. Clearly, you haven't seen uh, We Bought a Zoo. I did watch We Bought a Zoo. I watched <laughs> it when we lived together, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought e- even fantastic. some of these that I've like that I forget about, like um, like Four vs Ferrari, we talked about, like that's another good one. Mm-hmm. But like, um, even if you go back further, you got Invictus. I forgot he was the voice of Spirit Stallion the Cimarron. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, Disney or Pixar movie, whichever one it is. See, but that's my point though. Where it's just like. I think he's on the same level talent-wise, but he doesn't stand out as Matt Damon made me feel this way. Mm. I think that's a difference. I, yeah, I think that's fair. And I think part of it is because he's such an artist that he doesn't want to stand out. And maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but like I feel like a Ben Affleck always wants to stand out. I feel like a Matt Damon is like, I'm going Wait, to do the ben best Ben Affleck has possible. a big-ass phoenix tattooed across his back. So, yes. No comment. Was, or dragon, whatever it is. It might be both. Or neither. Let me yeah. ask you this though. Yeah. Let me ask you this. When, when, don't 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 Google this, man. When when I gotta ask you this, when when you look for a movie but you don't know what it's about, do you look more for the plot or the people in it? Mm. I'd probably go people first. Mm, I think I think uh I, I, I think for me, it's the, like, do I know the genre? Yeah, you definitely pick the genre. If I know the genre, I think I go for the people. Okay. Where I'm just like, yes, I know you can crush this genre, or I've never really seen you in this genre, but I trust in your talent. But okay. I think I think that might be a me thing. Because I mean, like, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person person like like i feel like i I evaluate talent well in multiple spheres that like if i'm like you can do it then but like like a perfect example like i feel like when i don't know if this is a perfect example actually but like when chris evans did knives out it was like oh there's gonna be a very different character kind of maybe that sweater yeah um but i like it was like i feel like people were like oh, captain america can't play serious that way and i was like i don't know like I mean, one he had been in other stuff but like like he's clearly just a really good actor so i'm not really worried about it mm. and i'm still gonna watch this movie that's granted that's a little bit movie. different because he had also like like that movie was also getting just rave reviews but like no nah, but, but but it's not really different at all though because if a movie gets terrible reviews or rave reviews you've already done it right you know that's what i'm right. saying like it's, it's not like people i and and I don't doubt that people went because he's Captain America, but I doubt the majority of people who went to go see Nas was because he's Captain America. Yeah, they went because he's Johnny Storm. Oh my gosh, wash that shit out with soap. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good list too. Superheroes who played other superheroes. That's a good list. I think I think my favorite recently because I watched Deadpool two recently enough. 
saying I watched it uh, two weeks ago. Is when he goes, all right, Thanos. (laughs) 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 And just breaks like the fourth, fifth, and sixth walls of being like, not only am I going to address that in this same potential universe, you're doing this. That is better than when he was like, as long as the suit is in green and animated, and he looks at the camera, you know what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the other great one is that that one's just full of those though it's like him like all the Deadpool movies are like just other superhero references mm-hmm. like who are you i'm batman <laughs> or like when he had the logan face t- yeah. staple to his face yeah <laughs> I'm he's like i'm gonna die in this one too <laughs> did you watch uh peacemaker yet yes Oof. thoughts overall very much enjoyed it Again, like we've talked about, James Gunn is on the Rushmore in my eyes of comic book directors. I think. Super? Would you call him a comic book director or a superhero director? Because I, I guess it has to be. Deadpool is not a hero, as he tells you all of the time. I guess it's a comic-inspired director. Okay. Um, I, I think that's it because I I think what he does that puts him. And this is not a slight to like the Russo brothers. Oh man, slide them. No, because I, I think <laughs> they're also on the Rushmore. But like, you look wait. At the, so they do they take up two spots or one? I, I give them one. I give them one. But um, they're two people. That's cool. Pretend they're like pygmy twins or, or Siamese it's, twins. It's, yeah, that's usually not how sculptures work, though. It's my fucking sculpture. You're right. My bad. Continue. Um, but I, I think what. The hands that you're dealt is the key. I think it's, I don't know, because the Russo brothers started with Captain America, who people find boring. But like Captain America is a much more established character and brand. He's than, basically Batman, right? Uh, would, no, he's would, basically Batman. Wouldn't he be more Superman than Batman? I wouldn't say Superman because to me, Superman. I feel like is, it's always like Iron Man's the Batman. I I'm talking about when the movies came up. Oh, because Marvel didn't have a movie, right? So, to, I mean, they had Iron Man, but like that's a little bit different. Where, like, to me, Captain America is the Batman because he's human. Yeah, and it's like, just like I, I feel like the MCU, especially like when they took it over, because that beat that beat Guardians out, right? The first one it was the same year, I think. Uh, I would imagine because they're more well known, right? So, but like, I, I think that's an interesting question like what's the most important year of the mcu i think it might be 14 no 2016 what for black panther and what what else was that year i mean not just for black panther but i mean black panther is the linchpin for the last four not currently but at that point last four marvel movies that's okay because that's how they broke that's how they brought bucky back that's how they had like the Infinity War because of Wakanda. That's how like Endgame, because like literally it was like, oh, well, we got to do this whole kind of thing, and that's, then you also have like, yeah, no, that, that's a that's a good call. Like, I, I well, that was eighteen. The Black Panther came out, right? Like, I don't think it was sixteen that. was Civil War. Sixteen was Civil was eighteen Black Panther. Yeah, I think the only reason why I maybe seventeen. I think, like, yeah, I think 18 was Infinity War, I think. That's what, to me, Black Panther, I say 2016 because Black Panther was in Civil War. Oh, so okay. Black Panther didn't come out of 16. So the reason I say 14 might be more important 
is because you're racist. Sure. Um, cool, cool, cool. The the like trajectory of the movies was mm-hmm. not going the right direction. So like it feels like the trilogies that like first Avenger, cool. People probably still thought Captain America was pretty boring. Iron Man three, arguably was probably the worst of the Iron Man trilogy. I don't think Iron Man three is bad at all. I don't think it's bad. I'm just saying, like, I would rather watch the other two. Um, I think the second world, I mean, was not. I think the second Iron Man is not that good. Like, I think that the third and the second one are really interchangeable. I think the first one is so so dark. Okay, but I think that's a point in my direction. It's like, okay, so Iron Man hasn't been great since the first one. Is what we're saying. So, like, we're kind of moving this way. Um, no, nope. like, I think Winter that Soldier is not. Is that is not what we're saying. Uh, Iron Man One was different because it was so dirty and gritty, with the terrorist shit. So, I think Iron Man One is a different type of movie. But I think Iron Man Two and Iron Man Three, if they are eights on out of ten, which I'm not saying they are, I think they're both like seven and a half out of ten. That is, common no, no, no. I, I like, They're still good, but like, it felt like there wasn't. I don't know. Like, it'd be interesting. I don't know what the sentiment was at that point because I hadn't gotten fully into it, but I feel like the same year having Guardians 1 come out and Winter Soldier changed the game. I disagree, though. And this is why I disagree. Because if you look at when those movies came out, I think when Iron Man was released, it was released because they're going to make the other movies bigger. I really feel like that. I really feel like they did it on purpose where it's just like, I'm not saying they made shitty movies. But they probably were like, I really feel like they were like, Iron Man 3 is going to come out. It's not going to hit the same as the first Iron Man. But we got these other two movies coming out. So how can we link them together? Regardless. And I think that, yeah. So I, think I, that's I feel like we got was. very much on tangent. Peacemaker and James. So Gunn. good! Completely different universe. So I like how we went right. to Marvel. No, no, no but, but what I was going to say about James Gunn, why I think he's on the Rushmore, is he's not playing with the Captain Americas. He's taking these people that no one even knows really exists. And like the bunny he made up truly care about them. Like the bunny he made up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like I, I think and, and I think it was interesting. Like I heard um I I feel bad that this is what I'm gonna call his character because this was a kind of a stable point of the last episode, but the dude that played Die Beard, because I can't think of his name, um, which now feels even more disrespectful to his character. Um yeah, Die Beard, yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I I can I can concede that. But, like, his context of, like, James Gunn's vision, apparently, of being, like, you know, because Suicide Squad starts and ends with Peacemaker being a dickhead. And he was like, I kind of wanted people to understand why he's an asshole. It does not start with him being a dickhead, nor does it end with him being a dickhead. I think it ends with you not liking him too much. The end is when they kill the starfish. He's not even there because you think he's dead already. No, but the end is because he's trying to kill, like, I don't want to say right, right. right, but like, right, yeah. So it's like I feel like you don't leave with like a glowing sentiment of him. But you don't do that with almost any of the Suicide Squad. There's That's only four fair. members. I think every movie there's four members of the Suicide Squad you feel good about, and most of them die. Probably, but anyway, like I, I thought it was an, he was an interesting character to build upon. I, I liked the characters in, in the series. I thought it was a 
a, a nice uh, character development moment. And the only reason I say that, though, is because remember when they pulled him out of his cell? It was like he was trained by his father to be a killing machine. And he and then Bloodsport was like, yeah. what is the difference between him and me? And it was like, I use smaller bullets. And it was like, yeah. what? It was just like, it was like one of those things. It was like, we have a repeat. And Idris probably wasn't going to do a TV series. Yeah, that's fair. And I loved it. Like, like I, think, I, I honestly was super impressed with John Cena. Like, dude, I thought this was fan fucking t- like because this came out the same time. I, I actually, I, I didn't know that he would be able to hit some of those scenes. I mean, he's been a professional wrestler for most of his life, so I feel like he knows how to act. Yeah, but that's very different acting to me. Mm, you want to make it seem real? But I, feel I like might playing, rewatch. I feel, I feel I, I would, like, yeah, I, I feel like playing to a crowd is very different than playing to a camera. I think it depends on how sane you are. <laughs> because, like, the thing is, like, when I look at him, I, 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 I don't, I'm not shocked that he killed it. Like, I'm really not shocked. Like, I'm like, yes, John Cena should have fucking murdered that shit. But on the also, flip that side intro, of it. That intro, because I, I know we haven't talked about that. Just the intro scene of, like, the dancing shit is so fucking great. Fun fact, I'm trying to get uh, Foxy to convince Marone to do that dancing because I think it would be amazing. I think literally <laughs> it's the, I think it's the same person. I really think it's the, I like, like, I need to see Marone do that. And he started dying. I was like, dude, we got to make this shit happen. And Marone has no clue we're plotting on him making it happen. <laughs> has he dude, seen it's so show? good. Like, it's so good. Oh, so good. Like, Anytime I'm watching any series, especially if I'm binging it, almost always I'm skipping the intro. Even good ones. That one I never skipped. Mm. Do you think that, like, I think Peacemaker, I watched it because the Book of Boba Fett came out the same time as Peacemaker, literally the same fucking time. Same week and everything. But um, Peacemaker had one more episode than Book of Boba Fett. If my memory served me correctly. I firmly am in a plant that I, I thought Peacemaker was better. I'll, so I'll you got her. DC winning over Star Wars. And I'm a Star Wars head. It's true. Can confirm. That shit was so good, dude. Like, but, like, like Peacemaker it was, it was definitely was better so good. than I thought it was going to be. You know what's funny? I had no expectation because I didn't even realize that was coming until the movie after it ended. I was like, oh, okay. And I forgot about it. I, I, think, it I, I think I had some high hopes just because of, again, the James Gunn factor. But I was worried that it was going to be too much of a mind grab. I guess I, in hindsight, I really shouldn't worry about that. Like you have someone that's that good directing it, but people have made bad stuff before. But I think he crushed it. As did we on Absolutely. this episode. Because we're quite right. 